squirrel was magic. What's up, everybody? Uh, it's Tuesday, uh, obviously. This is a new episode of Heckles and Horror. Running a little bit late. Uh, some things some things happened tonight, so uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. We're just running late. <laughs> I'm not going to bullshit you. You should know that we're going to be late by now. And if you don't, then <laughs> now you do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Heckles and Horror, a new episode tonight. Um, got a new segment I'm introducing tonight. Uh, I'll get to that here in, uh, in just a little bit. But, um, I really don't have much for an introduction. I never do. I never know what to say in the introduction, so I'm just gonna move on. Because, <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> um, first and foremost, before I even get into, uh, into tonight's episode, as always, I want to take a moment to talk about, uh, our upcoming movie, Cinematic Reality. Um, <clears throat> As of, as you know, as I've said in uh, past episodes, the last few episodes actually, um, we've had an Indiegogo campaign going on, and the last day of it was, what's today? What is, two, oh, Tuesday, duh, huh, I just said it. As of, I think it was Sunday night, was the very last night of the Indiegogo campaign, of the official Indiegogo campaign. And as of Sunday night, we reached uh, 111% um, of funding. So that means we met our goal and then some. <clears throat> and then after I checked it, um, actually, I just checked it. A few, I checked it yesterday, and we had surpassed even further that. And I checked it a few minutes ago. And um, we are now currently sitting at, because the Indiegogo has ended and we met our goal, um, it is now considered in demand, which means that... Um, if you have, if you didn't contribute or you didn't get a chance to, now that it's in demand, um, donations and contributions are have been extended. Uh, the campaign itself is over, but you can still get your hands on <clears throat> some of the perks that we have available. Um, I've named off, I've named those off a few times, um, and you can check them all out at the at the Indiegogo uh, page web page. But anyway, like I was saying, um, I checked it earlier today, and we are now currently at. $5,540 funded. That was, our goal was 4000 so we've passed that by uh, $1,540. That's pretty goddamn good, and we're all very excited for it. Um, we, were, we were a little bit worried there for a while, for there for a little bit, because uh, Indiegogo wasn't really going as well as we had hoped, but some people pulled through right at the end, and um, we met our funding, our funding goal, and we even surpassed it by quite a bit amount of money. So production, that will help production 
uh, tremendously. Um, as far as things like uh, like food for cast and crew, um, location rental, uh, gear gear issues that we that we might run into or that we do have. I know that we need a monitor because our monitor crapped out on us. Um, so I mean. Meeting our goal and exceeding it the way that we did, it uh, it's really going to help things a lot, and we're all very excited. We'll only get five thousand and change. Well, yeah, I mean, Brandon, I I do know that. Like because Indiegogo, they take an amount, they take a they they take a cut. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the percentage is, but they do take a cut. So even though we reached fifty five forty, we'll still we'll only get like around five. But still, that's a thousand dollars more than we than we, we set our goal for. So, I mean, even that, an extra thousand dollars to, that's going to help a lot. So even though Indiegogo takes, takes a cut, I mean, that's understandable. I mean, we're using their service to promote our, our stuff. So, I mean, it's understandable that they take a cut. So, but I mean, still, even like I said, five grand, we'll take that. We're pretty happy with that. But, um, but yeah, that, so that happened yesterday. Like I said, uh, some people pulled really pulled through uh, toward the end and really set us above where we wanted to be. And um, yesterday, Roman, we actually have a video that we're going to show. Um, Roman posted a video yesterday, uh, kind of a thank you video to everybody that contributed. Anybody that watches the show, watches this show, or follows us on Facebook, um, the CR page or the um, or our studio page, anybody that follows any of that, if you did contribute, thank you so 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 much uh there's a little video that we're going to show to show our appreciation to those that did contribute and if you didn't contribute there's still time i'd rather you not talk but sure i fucking hate in demand so you can still get on have to get a perk you can just back the project um so yeah, if you haven't done it yet, there's still time. So we'll play the video, and then you can check out the uh, Indiegogo campaign. Uh, if you go to our Studio 605 Facebook page or the Cinematic Reality Facebook page, you can find links there. My personal Facebook page, um, Brandon, Roman, all of us, we've all posted several uh, links to it. So we'll play that video real quick, and then we'll move on to the next portion. You want to secret? I'd rather you not talk, but sure. I fucking hate dirty Hello, room Joe, sir. Oh, you see that? 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 Oh, any doubt we can give you guys an amazing quality film with such a great story in the way that we wanted to deliver it. So Hello, I'm Roman Josart of Studio 605 um, and how excited are we today? Our goal of 4,000 on the last day was met 
with 4,000, believe, yes, 435. Thank you. We are so incredible thankful for those. Um, I believe it was, does this tell me really quick? I don't know if it tells me at the top. I want to say it was around 70 people um, that donated, and that's huge, you know? Let alone people still donating after we hit our goal. That is incredibly awesome. But, you know, we start production on the 14th, so we're about two and a half weeks, three weeks away from filming. And now, without any doubt, we can give you guys an amazing quality film with such a great story in the way that we wanted to deliver it. So we, on behalf of Brandon and TJ, uh, especially Brandon, CR's his baby, um, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello, I'm Roman Josart. Alright, yeah, sorry about that. Another video auto-played uh, uh, during during that video. The audio for the for another video auto-played. I'm pretty sure it was another video that we have planned for later in the episode, so sorry about that. That was our bad. It was actually last week's Kill of the Week. Oh, it was last week's Kill of the Week, apparently, that, that auto-played. So, sorry about that. Uh, Andrew said he's got it fixed, so it shouldn't happen again. And if it does, Justin made, Justin made a great comment. Uh... <laughs> Heckles Horror and Technical Difficulties. That's just what we're going to rename the show. Because, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the thank you video that Roman posted. Uh, like he said, on behalf of Roman, on behalf of himself, myself, Brandon, all of Studio 605, all of the cast and crew for Cinematic Reality, uh, thank you so much to those that did donate and those that shared and liked the page and and helped us reach our goal and get to where we wanted to be. And thank you, too, to the people that are continuing to donate and contribute because like I said it's in demand and you can still get your hands on perks and thank you to those of you that are still doing that I, I know that I have a good friend that um, missed the that missed the, the the cutoff or whatever and then she was very happy to hear that she was still able to contribute and so she contributed too and I thank you so much you know who you are um, so yeah that's a cinematic reality that means after, since we're funded we start shooting in uh, April 14th so that's a little less than three weeks, I think. So, um, like I said earlier, this money that we got is really, really going to help make this production that much more smooth, and it's going to make it that much more better, and it's going to really allow us to create the the story and, and the visuals that we've wanted to create for the last two or three years that this project has been in development hell. So, again... Thank you, everybody. Uh, we all really, really appreciate it, and we promise that we won't let you down. Um, we've got a, got a lot of big things in store for this movie, so be on the lookout for that because it's coming soon. Uh, before I go on, I meant to mention this in the... Another uh, video, better. Do I need to come to Indiana and show you goobers how to use the internet? Jesus. <laughs> One time. <laughs> yeah, mess up one goddamn time, and Justin's talking shit. The day I was there, we had no problems. That is a sign. That's we had the video an hour before. Yeah, in, in, in Andrew's defense, last week when you were on the show, Brent, well, when your voice was on the show, but last week when you were on the show, um, I had sent Andrew all the pictures and videos, like, way, way earlier than I did this week, because I had a friend come over tonight, and I, hang I ended up hanging out with him a little bit longer than I had planned to, so... That was my bad. I'm sorry. 
it is what it is. Um, and I was late to work. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and Andrew was late home from work because some shit went down. Uh, I'm I don't I'm not gonna say anything because I don't know if, I don't know if he's at liberty to even talk about it. But I know I'm probably not, so <laughs> I will not mention it. I won't talk about it. But um. Before I do go on, though, I wanted to mention this in the intro, but um, I completely forgot. Um, I don't know if you've noticed when the when the episode when it's when it's on you or when it's, when it's on Facebook. Can they see the title of the episode? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when when we first went live, I don't know if any of you noticed that the title of this episode was H and H episode eight, the infringement edition. Oh, really? Well, I don't. Uh, I don't know if you can see the title of the episode or not, but this episode is uh, subtitled The Infringement Edition. And uh, the reason we named it that is because um, when I got here tonight and we were putting uh, all of our graphics and our um, trailers and stuff together, Andrew told me that apparently, because you can find this show in all of uh, Magic Squirrel Network shows on YouTube, um, Andrew told me that... <laughs> The was it the last video that had the four? Yeah. yeah, on the last video, the one that I the 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 last week's episode that Brandon was on. Um, last week's episode, we got pinged with four different copyright, <laughs> four different copyright infringements or whatever uh, for the for the trailer. Uh, yeah, I think it was the trailer. Yeah, because we played the Halloween trailer, so that one got pinged. Um, the kill of the week, the Ash vs. Evil Dead kill. Yeah, yeah. The Halloween trailer got pinged once, and the Ash vs. Evil Dead Kill of the Week that got pinged three different times. So um, apparently, we're pissing some people off. Uh, so they made uh, they what they do? They monetized the video themselves or something? I don't know how all that works, but they monetized it and they pinged us with copyright whatevers, and they banned last week's video. And I think it said one country. So I don't know what country it is, but if you're from that country. Ah, sorry, <laughs> zoops a daisies. <laughs> um, they haven't like actually set out like a cease and desist or anything yet. So I guess we're just gonna keep doing these kills of the weeks and showing trailers until they say, "All right, that's enough. You guys have infringed enough." Um, and also, I, I made I mentioned this to Andrew uh, last week's episode got <laughs> got four four different pings. Um, I think. I kind of want to break that record just to see what happens. <laughs> um, hopefully we don't get sued. Um, hope not, but I really just want to see what happens if we can break that record. My goal is 10. 10 on an episode. <laughs> we'll just show... We'll just, we'll just show the whole movie. Yeah, we'll just, next week we'll just play the whole movie. <laughs> see what happens. They <laughs> close the entire countdown. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking terrible. The entire network gets shut down. We all got <clears throat> subpoenaed to court for... Copyright claims and infringement laws broken and stuff. Uh, yeah, that would not be good. But uh, but yeah, I just thought it was funny. And as a matter of fact, I mean, it's kind of I mean, it's kind of irritating. Like I mean, I can kind of understand the um, the kills of the week. I can understand those. But the trailer, I mean, all we're doing, I don't understand. Brandon, maybe you can break this down for me a little bit. Um, <clears throat> the trailers, I don't understand why that is being why that's considered being infringed upon. Because I mean, all we're doing is promoting the movie i mean i understand i mean we're not making money off i mean obviously we're not making money off doing this though we do it for free um we don't make money on any of these shows um so i don't i mean we're just promoting the movie really so i mean i don't really understand why that is such a such a huge deal i mean i could understand if we were making like thousands and thousands of dollars per episode and 
making money off off trailers for other people's works. I could understand that, but I don't know. Maybe they think we're bigger than we are. I don't know. Yeah, we have network in the name, so that automatically makes us, like, <laughs> a big deal, I guess. Um, I want to hear his work. Shoot, less than ten episodes in a trap's face is banned in the... Yeah, I know, right, Justin? Less than ten episodes in and Trav's face is banned in another country. <laughs> I guess I'm doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's exactly what I'm saying, Brandon. Brandon said, I don't know. To me, you are just sharing things like you normally would on Facebook. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I mean, we're just promoting promoting movies that I know that I'm excited about. I know that fans are excited about. Um, and it's no different than... Yeah, I kept seeing that fly around, too. But, yeah, it's no different than... Um, sharing a trailer or something. Cause I mean, I found the trailer on Facebook, you know what I mean? Um, I don't really see how it's any different than sharing it on Facebook to your own personal timeline. You're just promoting something else. I mean, we're not making money off of it. All we're doing is promoting it so that they can make more money. So, I mean, I don't really see what the, what the big deal is, but apparently it is a big deal. Do what? I was saying maybe it's like they just, it's a video and they just have the audio automatically in there. So it's just like every video is like yeah, maybe. I mean, like I said, I don't understand how it works, and I mean, I don't... But, I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a copyright lawyer. I don't really know too terribly much about copywriting and all that stuff, so... I don't know. Maybe I'm just a dumbass. But, like I said, we got pinged with four. Eh, I kind of want to go for ten. So, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Until we get a cease and desist, and then and then these videos will stop. <laughs> so, tonight's kill of the week and tonight's trailer could very well be the last kill of the week and the last trailer. <laughs> Until unless we find a way around, maybe we can reenact them. Yeah. We'll just we'll just reenact, yeah. reenact all the trailers and the kills of the week. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Brandon, me, you, and Roman, we have the means to do it. We just recreate the shit and put it on the show. <laughs> uh, thank God we don't look alike. Yeah, yeah. No shit, Justin. Whatever country I am banned in, or this the videos are banned in. I, I'll have to try not to go to that show, to that country ever, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to mention that in the intro, but completely forgot, but <laughs> I wanted to get it out of the way. Um, another thing moving on, uh, Brandon posted a link in the comments for, even though our Indiegogo is finished for our solo Studio 605 film, even though that's finished and we met our goal, we uh, are... Uh, our, our good friend Sean Burkett from Concept Media is uh, currently doing an Indiegogo for his upcoming film, which we are producing, um, called Don't Fuck in the Woods 2. It's a catchy-ass title. Uh, oddly enough, the sequel to the first. Critically, critically disdained. <laughs> Don't Fuck in the Woods. Um, executive producers. I really think he took down Jack's. Do, do what? Oh, um, actually, Justin, before I go on with, uh, don't fuck in the woods too, Justin, it's funny that you mentioned stars because stars is one of the, <laughs> one of the ones that pinged us on the, like it, it's straight up says stars productions or whatever copyright infringement. <laughs> so God damn it. Stars. I've been promoting the shit out of you to watch Ash vs. evil dead. And then you copyright pig me, you sons of bitches. Uh, the executive producers behind Halloween are very picky. I know that they took down Jack's fan film once. Oh, yeah, that's what Andrew was just saying. Yeah, Andrew just said that. I, I didn't know that they took his fan film down. Which, if anybody that's watching, if you didn't know, 
605 produced a Halloween fan film that Jack Norman wrote, uh, what was that, 2013, 14? Several years, like three, four, five years ago. Huh? Yeah, we're not good with dates, so it was sometime between 2000 and now that <laughs> that we did this, this fan film. But uh, apparently... Um, Calling Coors Light and telling them you're giving them free advertising. <laughs> Sammy. Oh, man. Do it, bro. Do it. Come at me, Coors Light. Fight me. Or, or promote me. Yeah. Or, or promote me. <laughs> Whichever you want. Coors Light. The, the, the best beer. Blue Mountains. Born in the Rockies. Established 1978. Also NOS. <laughs> also good and refreshing. Well, there's two more copyrights. <laughs> We're moving on up. So, uh... What was I talking about? I've lost train of thought. Uh, oh, don't fuck in the woods, too. That's right. Our good friend Sean Burkett from Concept Media is currently funding his upcoming film, which, like I said, we are producing. Um... Don't Fuck in the Woods 2. It's currently on Indiegogo. You can also find that uh, under Concept Media. On, if you go to Concept Media's website or uh, Facebook page. Also there. I think I think they probably got it posted on their website too. Um, Don't Fuck in the Woods 2. We're all, that's another movie that we're very excited to do. Um, we can't wait to get our cinematic reality done and finished. Because that one has been our... Our, our pride and joy for the last couple of years. So we're really excited for that one. And then we're excited to be able to work with Sean Burkett. And Cheyenne Gordon also, uh, who is the co-writer of Don't Fuck in the Woods too. We, uh, I don't know if any, a lot of you should know him if you follow anything that 605 has done. A lot of you know him from The Wicked One, uh, and Tory Jones is The Wicked One. Also, his uh, directorial debut that we produced last year, Scream for Summer, which he also acted in. Uh, Cheyenne's a great dude. Uh, Sean's a great dude. Uh, together with them, being able to work with them together, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a real treat for all of us. Um, we're all really excited to to really tackle that one too. We're excited to tackle both these movies. Like, uh, it's gonna be a big year for us. It's gonna be a big year for six oh five. It's gonna be a big year for concept, and um, we're all just really really happy and excited to be able to finally tackle these projects that we've all been looking forward to for so long everybody's been working so diligently on to to get finished to get written to get made to get funded um i know last time i checked sean's um i think he i can't remember what he's asking for i want to say he's asking for 10 but maybe eight maybe he's asking for eight i can't remember but i know last time i checked he was getting Really, 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 really close to, to meeting his goal. And I think he's still got like 25, 20, 24, 25 days left of his campaign. Um, so, yeah, if be sure to check out that campaign because he's got some really cool perks, too. Um, like I said, Brandon posted the link to his campaign in the comments. You just got to scroll all the way up to the top. I don't think Brandon pinned it. but um, Oh, really? Oh, I thought he could do it. Uh, but, yeah, um. If you check in the comments, there's a link to, to Sean's Don't Fuck in the Woods 2 Indiegogo campaign. So check that out, because like I said, he's got some really cool perks. Oh, it's pinned now. Oh, there it goes. Andrew just pinned it to the bottom, so now it's right there. So just click that link, head to Sean Burkett's Indiegogo campaign, and support Concept Media, support Sean, support 605, support Cheyenne, support all the cast and crew that's involved with that. Um, that's going to be a really fun project that we're all really, really looking forward to, too. Um, 
Let's see. I'm calling. They own Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, Justin. I know that Stars own, like, owns, or they they air they air anyway. I don't know if they own it, but they air Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's why I said that it's funny that Stars themselves was like, nah, nah, ping, copyright infringement. No more of this shit. Well, I'll make a, I'll, I'll show another Ash vs. Evil Dead <laughs> kill of the week next week. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I maybe I shouldn't push our luck. <laughs> That's true. Andrew keeps saying whole network shut down. Maybe maybe I shouldn't push our luck because because that would be horrible. Because <laughs> then we wouldn't be able to do this. Um, we'll just start another one. Yeah, we'll just start. Yeah, we'll just start another one. Magic Squirrel Services. And we'll just we'll just like subtly like when we show videos or graphics and shit, we'll just subtly change one word. Like it'll be like. Nash versus Evil Dead or, and shit. It's like, no, nah, it's completely original. Alright, so covered CR, Don't Fuck in the Woods 2, our copyright infringements. Um, so yeah, moving on. Uh, going through um, going through um, Amazon Prime, I was trying to find a movie for, for next week's episode, the, the review segment or whatever, and um, I don't know if any of you, Justin, you might be too young. I don't. I doubt very seriously you probably remember this show. But Brandon, you probably do. Uh, Sammy, you might remember it too. I don't know who else is watching, but a few of you might remember it. But um, I was going through Amazon trying to find a movie for next week's episode. And I stumbled across a show that was on back in the late 90s. <clears throat> I think the first season was on in like 97. 96, 97, something like that. And it only ran for four seasons, but it was a show called Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction. Uh, it star. it was a, it was a, I guess it was like a reality show. All right, no, not really a reality show. It was a, it was a, a show where, let me break it down to you. It was a show where they would tell uh, five different stories and at the end of each episode, you would have to decide which three were fake and which two were, which, which three were fiction and which three were, or in which two were fact. And it was an awesome, awesome fucking show. And I remember Erie, Indiana. I remember that show too. I remember Erie, Indiana, Sister Sammy. Um, actually, I think that's on, um, I want to say I saw that on like Netflix or Amazon too, dude. But yeah, you were, you were definitely way wrong. I'm not talking about Erie, Indiana. Nice try though, bro. But, but, um, TJ, don't pirate Ash vs. Evil Dead. Stars, stop promoting our show. <laughs> exactly! That's exactly what I'm saying, Brandon. Brandon said, don't pirate Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's me, like, TJ, don't, I, don't pirate Ash vs. Evil Dead. Stars, stop promoting our show. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I'm promoting the shit out of, out of the, your show. I'm begging people <laughs> to not pirate it so it doesn't get canceled. Wait. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's true. I, I, I mean, I see where you're coming from. Andrew said, technically, we pirated that, that, that scene, the kill of the week or whatever. Technically, we, I guess, we did pirate that and showed it for free. But it's up there for free anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's up there for free anyway. It's, it's on YouTube from Stars's YouTube channel. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't, I don't fucking understand it. But, but whatever. Um. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what we should do. We'll just do like still frame something like. Yeah, and then and then I'll just I'll just I'll just uh, narrate what's going on. Like this is the part where such and such happens. 
Uh, of course, I remember Factor Fiction. Story time with TJ. Factor Fiction. Ooh, that's a good idea, Brandon. Story time with TJ. Factor Fiction. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, anyway, back to what I was saying. The show, Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction, like I said, they tell five stories. you got to choose which three are fake and which two are real. Um, it was hosted by Jonathan Frakes, which uh, you probably... I don't know if there's any Star Trek nerds, but he was uh, he was uh, Captain Picard's number two in, <laughs> star, in, in, yeah, in, in Next Generation. Uh, but it was a fantastic show. And like I said, I was going through Amazon trying to find a movie for next week. And apparently Amazon added all four seasons of this show. And I haven't got the, I've only watched, I think, I think I watched one, one or two episodes today. I can't remember. Um, but I forgot how much I fucking love that goddamn show. That show is so awesome. And I remember watching it as a kid, that movie or not movie, that show actually really kind of freaked me out as a kid. I remember one episode in particular. I don't, I haven't found the episode yet on Amazon, but I remember watching it when I was younger, something about this couple lived in a house or something. Uh, this one, this episode really stands out to me, uh, parts of it, but this couple lives in a house and, Strange things start happening. The wife starts seeing weird, weird shit going on. And, um, there's like a, a carbon monoxide tester or detector or whatever in the house. And it's got like a red light on it or something. And she sees it, but then it turns into like two eye, two red glowing eyes and it starts moving toward her and everything. And she gets all freaked out and her husband convinces her that it's just the detector or whatever. And, uh, if I remember right, I'm pretty sure that story turned out to be true. Like, I mean, the house ended up being like possessed or something. I can't really remember all the details. I want to find it. I want to find the episode on Amazon so I can rewatch it. But I remember that episode really, really royally freaked me out when I was a kid. Cause I mean, when this show was on, I was only like 10 or 11. I think when the first season came out, I thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause I looked at it earlier. The first season came out and I think it was 97. So I was like nine, almost 10 when it, when that show first came out. And, um, it was just such a creepy ass show and rewatching an episode today. Um, it just really brought all that nostalgia back. And I was like, Oh my God, man, I remember watching this show. I remember looking forward to the show every week and being able to watch it and just being freaked out while I'm watching the show. And, um, Amazon has been really good about bringing back like old school eighties and nineties. Um, like show like shows like that like uh I know I mentioned on one episode a few few episodes back I mentioned that uh on the episode a show called Monsters that movie was the shit Corey Dawson knows what I'm talking about I, he's like the only person that I've ever talked to that remembers that show um yeah Monsters uh old school Robert Stack Unsolved Mysteries is on Amazon Prime too that's another show that freaked me the fuck out when I was a kid do you remember Unsolved Mysteries yeah yeah that show was freaky creepy as shit um yeah the dude like robert stack's voice alone was just really unsettling and like really like you know some shit's about to go down <laughs> that place is fucking haunted that girl's gonna get murdered <laughs> like, that show is just so fucking good um but yeah amazon has added um as far as i know i think they've added all of the past seasons of um Unsolved, yeah, lost my train of thought there for a sec. All the past seasons of Unsolved Mysteries, all the past seasons of Beyond Belief, um, Monsters, all these old school 80s, 90s shows that that really catered to, to the fans of horror, you know what I mean? And I'm just really happy 
Do you remember Are You Afraid of the Dark? Who the fuck you think you're talking to, Justin? <laughs> of course I remember Are You Afraid of the Dark. It's my favorite show as a kid. Unsolved Mysteries theme music was terrifying. Yeah, Sammy, exactly. The the theme music alone to um, Unsolved Mysteries, like a, a mix of the theme music and then Robert Stack's voice was just like, it was just, it just screamed creepy, you know? And uh, every episode, I mean, some episodes were just about like crime and some, some chick was murdered and found in a ditch. I mean, those episodes were good, but the ones that really stand out to me and that I really, really always loved were the ones about like, like uh, paranormal type stuff and extraterrestrial type stuff and, and stuff like that. Uh, those are the episodes that were the fucking shit and uh, really made me love shows like Unsolved Mysteries and even Beyond Beyond Belief. There's episodes where some of them are like a lot of the ones on Beyond Belief are like um, they like paranormally type kind of stuff. And even the ones that and on Beyond Belief, even the ones that are are fiction that were conjured up by the writers of the show even some of those stories are really really good and really kind of creepy but the ones that they they claim as fact and i mean that's the that's the thing i mean it was the late 90s i mean i really don't know how much truth is behind some of the uh stories that they claim to be fact but just the fact that there are hints of truth or could potentially be hints of truth in some of those, in some of the stories that they showed, that they showed on that show. Uh, it's, it's really kind of unsettling. So beyond belief was a really good show. I'm glad that I found it on Amazon. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. Uh, going back and revisiting and watching that. Uh, tales from the crypt was the best horror show back in the day. Brandon, I totally agree. Tales from the Crypt, always, it holds a special, special place in my cold black heart. <laughs> uh, I love Tales from the Crypt uh, so much that I, I own um, I own the, the series. Um, the, the came, it came in like flip book DVD cases or whatever. Um, I own that. Uh, I watch it. I still go back and I rewatch it from time to time. It's just such a good show, such a timeless, a timeless show that... Um, Really, really set the bar, I think, for a lot of a lot of the horror and stuff that came out that was coming out back in that time. And even today, like, I mean, it's such a such a it's really set the bar for even horror today. Like, I mean, I know I know that uh, Tales from the Crypt is a huge, huge reason why I love horror as much as I do, uh, among other things too, among other movies and, and shows from from back then. But Tales from the Crypt really, really stands out as as one of my all time favorite horror TV shows from back then. I remember watching it on like USA up all night and with Gilbert Gottfried and, and shit like that. Um, and not to mention, not only tales from the crypt, but I mean like even uh, like um, the old movies and shit that they would show on like USA up all night and like Elvira showing her 13 nights of Elvira or whatever with different cheesy ass shitty horror movies. You know what I mean? Um, Outer Limits had some weird ones. Never really watched Outer Limits, Justin. Um, or maybe I have. I think I might have only seen like maybe just an episode or two of Outer Limits at Kings Island, the the inside roller coaster one. Yeah, that rides the shit. Yeah, there is a ride. Anybody that isn't from around here, there's a there's a theme park near us called Kings Island, and there's a ride there called Outer Limits, and it's an inside roller coaster, and that roller coaster is the shit. But um. But yeah, I never really watched much of Outer Limits. Um, 
I know that I've watched... I grew up watching... My uncle really was a real big fan of Twilight Zone. And now as an adult, I fucking love Twilight Zone. And it's on Netflix, too. Which, But the only thing about it being on Netflix is the fact that it's only seasons one through three and then five. Um, because season four... I looked it up why season four isn't on Netflix. And uh, apparently... Something something to do with, I, I think if I remember, each episode in season four, like one through three and season five are all half hour long episodes, like 20, 25 minutes, whatever. But season four, all of the episodes were an hour long. And I think that has something to do with it. And plus, I think there were like different writers or there was a different, a different production company involved with season four of Twilight Zone. But still, I mean, seasons one through three and five are all on Netflix. And I, I frequent that show a lot. That's one of my favorite shows to, I binged it when it first came on Netflix. I, I binge watched the shit out of it. And now it's one of my shows where, uh, I usually fall asleep with a TV on and usually it's either one of two shows it's either The Office, because I love The Office, and or it's Twilight Zone. Like, I normally try to fall asleep to one of those two, um, just because I've seen every episode so many times that it's not something that's going to distract me. Um, yeah, Twilight Zone's a great show. I know that uh, Outer Limits is... Don't try math again. When did I try math? What, was I doing math? I don't remember. What I, was. I don't know. Um, but, uh... Yeah, ten times three equals equals ten, bro. Five hours. Yeah, it equals hours. it equals three hours, bro. <laughs> um, all Twilight Zone episodes on VHS. Yeah, Larry, he was a big fan of Twilight Zone when, when he was always a fan of it when I was a kid, and I know Justin too when he was a kid. Um, so I mean, I grew up watching shit like um. Like that Beyond the Belief, Beyond Belief show. I grew up watching stuff like Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt and um, uh, what was that other show from uh, Rod Serling? Yeah, Eureka's Castle. Yeah, Sammy remembers Eureka's Castle. Eureka's Castle was the shit, man. I used to watch that show all the time, dude. That was one of my favorite Nickelodeon shows. Um I mean, it was kind of, did you ever watch the show? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a creepy show. Um, the dragon was cool. Yeah, the dragon was cool. I know that there, there was a bat on, I know there was a bat character. I can't remember any of the names, but, um, Eureka was the, yeah, Eureka was the, was the main chick, the, the wizard chick, whatever the hell she was. Um, but yeah, there was like a dragon character and you know, like it was a puppet. It was a show about, I mean, it was a puppet show, like kind of in the vein of like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say like Mr. Rogers. Like, yeah, kind kind of like Mr. Rogers. Like, yeah, kind of like the Muppets. Kind, yeah, yeah, yeah. More like the Muppets. But uh, yeah, Eureka's Castle was a great show too. Um, you were discussing episode length. I got worried. <laughs> Touche. I'll give you that. Eureka's Castle. The fuck is that? See, Justin, you're too young to remember. It was way before your time. That was back... Eureka's Castle was on back on Nickelodeon back in the day when, like... When it was cool. Yeah, when it was cool. Because we're hipsters. But back when, like, David the Gnome and shit was, was on, man. David the Gnome was the shit. Sammy, you remember David the Gnome? That show was the I shit. I remember David the Gnome. What? Really? For real? That show was awesome, man. It was about gnomes that live... It, it was a cartoon about gnomes that live... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a cartoon about gnomes that lived in trees, and there was a, a fox, like, David had, like, a, a fox that he would ride around, ride around the forest. It was an awesome show. Um, oh, shit, what the hell happened? It happens every so often. 
uh, Sammy says I do. He remembers the gnome. Yeah, I knew if anybody would. I knew Sammy would probably remember because me and him have a lot of the same taste in like old school, nostalgic, uh, like nineties, nineties Nick, Nickelodeon, nineties cartoons and shit like that. David the Gnome was dark, man. Yeah, I I don't remember much of it. I just remember being a huge fan of it when I was a kid. But I'm looking it up. I did. Are you? You're looking it up. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it was a show about a, a gnome, a no, like a colony of gnomes that lived in a forest and like i said i don't remember much of it but i do remember that i fucking loved that show and like i said it was back when like eureka's castle was big and then david the gnome and a bunch of other card like muppet babies i remember muppet baby muppet babies was my shit fight me if you don't like it um so yeah that's like i said um, like i was saying um if you've never seen the show Beyond Belief and you have Amazon Prime, get on Amazon Prime and check that show out because that show is legitimately pretty creepy. Like, Jonathan, Jonathan Frakes was an excellent host for that show just because he's got that really low, deep, monotonous, creepy show host voice and, like, just the demeanor of him. And, like, and plus, not to mention, he makes, like, dad jokes and puns throughout the entire episode, like, the entire show nothing but dad jokes and puns so it's a really good show if you have if you never if you've never watched it if you don't remember it definitely check it out because it is the shit and like i said it's on amazon along with yeah it's on amazon prime along with the like unsolved mysteries monsters and a handful of other of other old school old school shows like that and as a matter of fact do you remember the show yeah do you remember the show um this isn't horror related. This is just because I'm talking about old shows and I like this show. Do you remember the show about, um, uh, what was it called? Oh, do you, um, break. It was something like breaking the magician's code or something like that. The masked magician where that's he would, what it's called. The masked magician, I think. yeah, is that what yeah. it, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's on Amazon too. It's on the Amazon or Netflix. I can't remember which, but yeah, there was another show back in the day in the nineties called, it was like breaking the magician's code or the masked magician or something like that. And it was an hour long show where this magician for anybody that knows me, I'm going to tell you right now, probably the nerdiest thing about me aside from being such a huge fan of horror movies. I fucking love magic. I fucking love magic. Even though, like, I know how a lot of shit is done just from watching shows like Beyond the, or, uh, the Mass Magician breaking the code or whatever, watching shows like that, looking up videos on YouTube, like, just slate of hand in general and just magic in general. Like, I mean, I just fucking love that shit. I find that stuff so fascinating. Card magic, disappearing acts. Have you seen uh, Fool Us? Oh, Penn and Teller? Penn and Teller is the fucking shit by themselves alone anyway. And they have a show, I think it's on like CW or something. Yeah, I think it was on Netflix for a while. Yeah, it might have been, yeah. Uh, Penn and Teller, which are fantastic, amazing um, magicians anyway, um, have a show. I don't know if it's still on or not, but they have or had a show called uh, Penn and Teller's uh, Fool Us. And it was basically they would get... Um, up-and-coming magicians to come on they would do a trick and they would try to fool the masters themselves pen and teller and try to fool them into not being able to figure out how they did their trick and some of the tricks some of the magic tricks on there are really really fucking good um like i said that's probably the nerdiest thing about me i i fucking love magic <laughs> said i used to be a magician did you really brandon <laughs> did you really used to be a magician because if so we have so much to talk about so much to talk about 
Uh, I remember the Animorphs and Arrow Monsters. Yeah, Animorphs and Arrow Monsters. Yeah, Animorphs was the shit. Yeah, I own. I yeah, they're bringing that back, dude. They're bringing a movie. Is it is it a movie? They're they're making. Yeah, I knew that they were bringing it back in some capacity. I didn't know if they were bringing the show back or a movie, but yeah, it's coming back, and it's supposed to be set in like modern times now. Yeah, uh, Rocco's Modern Life was a show back in like uh, mid early to mid nineties uh, about a. Australia, Australian dingo? Do what? Damn, Brandon, me and you have to talk about some shit. I didn't know that you did magic. I fucking love magic. At the beginning of Proviews, now we need a magic trick every time. Yeah, yeah. The Proviews intro, the introduction to every Proviews episode is going to be Brandon Pruitt doing a magic making trick. Making the, the, the DVD disappear. Yeah, right yeah. Making the DVD disappear or, or catching on fire or something because it's a shitty, shitty movie that he hates. But, um... He makes positivity disappear. <laughs> oh, shit. I think that was Corey. Boom. Mic drop from Magic Squirrel Network. Uh. Oh, that was a good one. Who said that? Who said that? But Miss Piggy annoyed the F out of me. Yeah, Miss Piggy was annoying as shit. But, um, but yeah, dude, like... Uh, Breaking the Magician's Code, that's just another show that's on Amazon or, or Netflix or something. One of those, but that was another cool-ass show. I still go back and I revisit that one from time to time, too, just because it's a fucking awesome show. My dick disappears every time I turtle head, so I'm sort of a magician. Uh. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting trick, Sammy. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to see that. <laughs> Nothing floods basements like magic. You're goddamn straight it doesn't. It's just panty it just drops panties. As soon as you walk in and say, ladies, I'm a magician, panties are off. Yeah, yeah. Show them a trick. It's just fucking basements flooded everywhere. <laughs> Alright. So we've covered basement flooding and vaginas and panty dropping. So uh <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a, a new segment that I'm introducing tonight. Brandon, you're probably going to have a lot of shit to say about this segment. Sammy, I think you'll probably have a lot of shit to say too. Um, but the new segment is called or nah. And basically what this segment is going to be is every, I don't, it's not going to be an every episode thing, but every time that I do this segment, it's going to be something movie related or nah, like should this happen or nah, like that. Um, tonight's. Tonight's topic is the topic of remakes. Remakes or nah. Like I said, Brandon, I know that you're probably going to have a lot of shit to say because I know that you're not a super huge fan of a lot of remakes. But um, I am. I'll be, I'll be the first to admit. I know that remakes get shit on a lot by a lot of different people. A lot of people hate them for some reason. I mean, I, I get where a lot of people are coming from. Like, remaking stuff and nobody's, nobody's original anymore. I get that. I get what people are saying. That nobody's original anymore. <laughs> Cracks knuckles. Yeah, Brandon's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people shit on remakes because they, they use the argument that nobody's original anymore. Hollywood can't come out with original ideas anymore and blah, 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 all this fucking bullshit. But, uh, I fucking, I personally 
I don't know if I'm in the minority or what, but I personally, I love remakes. I love, call them what you want, remakes, reimaginings, retellings, whatever you want to call them, call them whatever you want. But I love that shit because it's always cool to see, like, especially growing up and being fans of older school type stuff. And then growing up and seeing a fresh new perspective from somebody through somebody else's eyes, their perspective on what a movie that you loved growing up, what their perspective would be. Cause I mean, we all love movies. We're not, we're, we're not, we don't, we're not the only ones that love movies. I mean, everybody else has their own perspective on movies. So it's cool to see, um, see the, these reimaginings or whatever you want to call them through somebody else's eyes, a fresh, fresh pair of eyes. Uh, most remakes tend to suck or cheapen the source material. Honestly, I probably like more remakes than I hate. Really, Brent? That really kind of surprises me, because for some reason I thought you weren't a huge fan of remakes. But, um... But yeah, I mean, I personally like remakes. I mean, just look at It. I mean, the new It remake. I mean, that is... It fucking shattered. Shattered. Box office records. And everybody raves about that. It's a fantastic movie. I think I saw. I think I saw it like I two. It was better than the original. Yeah, I did too. I mean, honestly, to tell you, to tell you the god's honest truth, I'm probably gonna piss some people off, but the original it I thought was really kind of fucking boring. I I'll be the first to admit it. I mean, it's a, don't get me wrong, it's a great movie, but I really, yeah. I mean, it was it was just a really bland, boring, boring ass movie. I mean, I'm. Eh. I mean, like I said, I like it, but it's just really bland and boring. But the, the remake of it just really fucking knocked it out of the park. They could not have done the remake to it any fucking better. That movie could not have been better. I tend to suck or cheap. I tend to hate them mostly. The original ZZZ. You just hear me shit on the ones I hate more than I talk about the ones I like. It 2017. See, Brandon knows that It 2017 was... Yeah, Proview's approved. Proview's approves it, the new it. Um, and one of the things that I'm really excited about, I'm so glad, I am so fucking glad that it did as well as it did. Because uh, back in the day, uh, I'm sure a lot of people have seen Pet Cemetery, the original Pet Cemetery. That is by far, hands down, probably one of the movies that stand out the absolute most from my childhood that scared the ever living shit out of me. Do what? Isn't that one when they... I thought that was Reanimator, I think. Never mind. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Pet Cemetery. Have you never seen Pet Cemetery? I remember the nose falling off. That's all I remember. Nose falling off? Maybe I haven't. I thought the dude's nose, he had, like, no nose. Oh, different movie! Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But, uh, but yeah, Pet Cemetery was a movie that scared the ever-living shit out of me as, as a kid. And because, like, I'd hear, I've heard, I've heard rumblings of, of a possible remake for years, at least the last five or six years, of a remake of Pet Cemetery. And I've been on board with that, with that idea forever, ever since I first heard of the idea. But, um, the fact that it did so well, the movie It did so well, has pushed studios and production companies to really push for this, uh, Pet Cemetery remake, and I could not be more fucking thrilled because as good as it was, I can only imagine what a fresh pair of eyes and a fresh take on such a terrifying classic like Pet Cemetery. I can only imagine the things that they will be able to do and that they will do with a remake on uh with Pet Cemetery. 
I believe it begins filming this month. Oh, apparently Brandon says that uh, the Pet Cemetery remake apparently starts filming this month. I fucking hope so, dude. I'm so excited for that movie. That's one of the that's one of the remakes that I'm most excited. Aside from like the Evil Dead remake, I was stoked. I saw Sammy say that uh, Evil or no, that was Chris. My friend Chris Sawyer said Evil Dead was the shit. I totally agree, man. I'm such a huge diehard fan of the original Evil Dead series, the Evil Dead, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. I'm such a fan of that entire series. And when I found out that they were remaking, I know that I talked about I talked about this about the Evil Dead remake a few episodes ago. But um, Pet Cemetery with you at Mammoth. Um, but yeah, when I found out they were they were releasing another Evil Dead movie, a, a remake of Evil Dead, like I was so fucking stoked. And I think I went and saw it like two or three times in the theater because I loved it so much. I thought I thought Evil Dead 2013 was so fucking awesome. Such a good movie. And it's still a movie that I still go back and I revisit pretty pretty goddamn frequently. Like I mean, if I can't find anything to watch, throw evil dead in throw throw i've got i've got like a collect i've got a handful of movies that if i can't find anything to watch i'll just throw them in uh that original was so good wrote the screenplay king oh you're talking about uh the original pet cemetery brandon uh king yeah yeah king wrote the screenplay for that and it really was good like i mean everything about that movie was fantastic uh the acting acting was on point um the scares, the makeup, the effects, the, just the storytelling, the, the creepiness of the entire, of the entire movie, just the feeling of uneasiness that that movie gives you. And not to mention Zelda. Holy shit. Zelda scared the fuck out of me. Uh, still to this day, like my sister is terrified. She's always been terrified of Zelda. And still to this day, occasionally I'll just randomly send her a picture of Zelda and she gets all freaked out. But, um, yeah, I'm curious to see like, uh, what, what a new Zelda will look like. Cause I mean, obviously that was one of the creepiest, scariest parts of pet cemetery. You have to include fucking Zelda. Um, so I'm curious to see, like I said, I'm curious to see like, uh, a fresh, a fresh take on that movie because I love the original so much. And I really want to see what with, as far as technology and filmmaking capabilities have, have advanced since then, what, uh, Pet Cemetery came out in what, 89, Brandon, 89 or 90, something like that. Um, with as, as far as technology and filmmaking capabilities have advanced since then, just imagine the goddamn possibilities of shit that they can do with that movie. Um, other remakes, I mean, I, like I said, I'm a huge fan of remakes. I know a lot of people shit on them. Justin apparently doesn't like them. Um, but I, I love remakes. I, I'll watch any fucking remake that comes out. If it's a, if it's a horror film and it's being remade, I will probably, with the exception of some, like before I even, before I even go on, like with the exception of some, some remakes are absolute fucking garbage. Um, for instance, uh, I don't know if any, I don't know if I'll probably catch flack for this, but I know that it got, it got royally shit on by a lot of people. And I was probably one of them. Uh, the nightmare on Elm street, uh, remake was, goddamn dumpster heap that movie fucking was so bad it was so terrible i had such high hopes for nightmare on elm street and they just fucking butchered it um on the other hand on the flip side the friday the 13th uh remake from what was that 2009 brandon i think uh the the friday the 13th remake on the other hand was fucking phenomenal it was so good i don't understand why a friday the 13th jason remake 
could be so good, but some, some such an iconic character like Jason in the Friday the 13th series could be so good. But then another, on the other hand, another big player in the horror game, Freddy Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street could be such fucking garbage. I don't get it. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Like, I mean, I I, I do kind of feel the same way. Uh, who was it that played um, uh, something Earl something? Who whoever the guy I can't think of his name. Whoever, yeah, whoever the guy that played the new Freddy Krueger. Like Andrew made a good point. Uh, you cannot do. I I personally, it would be very very hard. It's very hard for me to imagine anybody else playing the role of Freddy Krueger. Other than oh yeah even pin, yeah 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 even like uh, uh I thought they the, changed it once right? yeah for um what was that uh Hellraiser Revelations they had another guy which that movie is fucking garbage if you haven't seen Revelations don't even waste your time if you plan on watching it just dump bleach in your eyes and rip them out and shove them up your ass because that's that's basically the equivalent of Hellraiser Revelations because that movie that movie was. As bad, as much as I hated A Nightmare on Elm Street, and I don't even really think that Revelations was really a remake per se, but I guess just another sequel. But as bad, as much as I didn't like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, I would rather watch that a thousand times than to have to watch Hellraiser Revelations one more time. That's how bad that movie is. Um, yeah, Jackie Earl Haley, he's the guy that played the new um, Fre- uh, Freddy Krueger. But um, like I was saying. Derek wears Derek Mears was oh yeah the third pinhead so yeah yeah exactly Hellraiser's on their third pinhead I know that uh uh like the the Revelations guy I don't know who played him in Revelations and then I don't know the new guy's name I know that they are they either recently released or about or are about to release another Hellraiser movie I'm not sure which but I know that it's an it's another it's another guy too but um. But yeah, like I was saying, as far as like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, um, it's really hard for me to picture anybody else but Robert England playing that role. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, I could be surprised. I just, I don't really think that Jackie Earl Haley was really a great choice. Um, I personally don't think so. I didn't like his Freddy Krueger. I didn't like anything that they did with that movie. I just didn't like that movie at all. But, uh, but I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, they, somebody, they could find a diamond in the rough. I mean, it's like Heath Ledger. I mean, I know this isn't a, a remake or anything, but it's like Heath Ledger as the Joker in, uh, Dark Knight. Uh, nobody expected Heath Ledger to do as good as he did in that movie. And he, fu- he, it was, he fucking blew people's mind. He blew my mind. Like, I mean, I was so taken aback by Heath Ledger's performance as Joker in, in the dark Knight that I couldn't imagine anybody else after him playing, playing that role as well as he did. Yeah, I did see that fucking Tommy Wiseau. Jesus. Oh God. I think that is how you say his name. I do. I do. I'm going to bring it to you next time. I promise. But, um, but yeah, it's just really hard to imagine anybody other than Robert England playing, uh, Freddy Krueger, Freddy vs. Jason 2, please. Alex, no fucking shit, I've been dying for another, for a sequel to Freddy vs. Jason 2. Unfortunately, uh, I think it's been said, I think it's been decided that it, it's never gonna happen. Um, I think original, I think the, how did they fuck it? I read something not too long ago, so they, they, the director or writer explained the ending of, like, how, how it's, like, how the original ended, and how it's, how it's, like, Said no because Alex is Jason 
Yeah, yeah. If I could ask for a remake, I want a Wishmaster reboot or a remake of The Blob. Yeah, I would love to see a Wishmaster remake. I think that'd be the shit, because I love Wishmaster. Wishmaster's a great movie. Um, they're redoing The Blob, Justin. Did he, though, Brandon? Did he? See, that's what I'm saying, Alex. Like, there was a... There, huh? Yeah, there. I mean, I know Freddy Krueger winked at the end, but there was a... What the hell was it? I wish I could remember what the hell I read. It was something of, like, like I said, the writer or the director explained the ending and why, why it is that, like, Jason won that whole thing. I can't remember exactly what it was. I can't remember exactly what the argument was or what the point that he made was. But yeah, I mean, that was, they ended it how they wanted to end Freddy versus Jason. They ended it how they wanted to end it. And that was it. I don't think they ever had any plans for a sequel, which sucks because I loved Freddy versus Jason. That movie was fucking awesome. Um, Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's actually a remake. It might be. A, I know they've got they, they got a different guy. It's a different guy playing Leprechaun now. Yeah, it's not the. Yeah, nope. I've watched. Uh, I watched again. I watched a video the other day of, of it was a new guy. A new guy is playing Leprechaun, but um, aren't they making? Yeah, but yeah, Sci-Fi is releasing another Leprechaun movie, and I think that comes out either this year or next year. I can't remember which, but um. That movie already is getting really fucking shit. Like people are shitting on that movie hardcore already, and it hasn't even came out yet. Um, and that's the thing. Like I really like. I've always really liked the Leprechaun movies. I know they're cheesy and they're stupid, and I know they've got their funny parts. And but yeah, Leprechaun in the hood. I mean, really, seriously, you can't go wrong with Leprechaun in the hood. And uh, but I've always really liked the Leprechaun movies. Um, so I except with the exception of what was the one with the uh with the wrestler dude the midget wrestler guy that played uh well he was supposed to play Leprechaun it was it was like a, a remake or it was Leprechaun Origins that's what it was that movie was fucking terrible like they made it sound like it was going to be some uh like it was going to be a Leprechaun movie but it was just this couple <laughs> And we all know it puts out quality work. <laughs> In sci-fi's defense, Brandon, I know that usually they put out garbage, especially <coughs> the Asylum. <coughs> that was my subtle subtle attempt to, to cover up name dropping. Um, with, I know that they put out a lot of garbage, sci-fi does, especially the, the Asylum, uh, but I think you've watched it, but... Um, uh, what is the zombie show? Fuck. It's such a good show. World War... No, not World War Z. <sighs> Fuck. I can't think of the name. The show The show on sci-fi about zombies. It's not Walking Dead. It's the other show. I can't fucking remember what it's called. But I love the show. It's such a good show. Um, and oddly enough, that's produced by The Asylum. And I, I love it. But, um... Ooh, yeah. Leprechaun versus Pumpkinhead. That'd be a nice little... That'd be a nice one. Sharknado, Brandon, Sharknado. Yeah, Sharknado, like, those movies are so fucking, oh man, I'm, I, I'm not even going to get into Sharknado. <laughs> uh, used to buy exclusively Z Asylum films. Z Nation, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Z Nation, that show is the shit. Even though it's put on by, by Asylum, it's produced by Asylum, and it does have, like, really corny, really cheesy, um, like, effects, and, like, really CG, really s- s- computer-generated effects and shit, but, like, it's just a really good, really good show. And honestly, to tell you the truth, 
I kind of like it better than The Walking Dead because Walking Dead, as of late, the last, I don't know, one or seven seasons have been goddamn garbage. So, yeah, Z Nation is the shit. Um, But yeah, back to what I was saying about Leprechaun Origins. That was supposed to be like a a reboot of Leprechaun and it was supposed to be like... breathing new life into the Leprechaun series and it had the wrestler, whatever the, the midget wrestler's name, Bigglesby or Mr. Bigglesworth, something, whatever his name was. I don't know. I don't remember Doink the Clown as a midget. Like... Oh yeah, Doink the Clown did have a midget. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that movie was horrible. Brandon, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but, um, it'd be good with more final day. Alex, you can't have an opinion on movies. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Leprechaun Origins was garbage. There wasn't even a leprechaun. It was just it was just a couple in Ireland being tormented by this creature, whatever it was. And you only got tiny little glimpses throughout the entire movie. The movie is what like an hour and a half long. Throughout the entire movie, you see the the leprechaun maybe fifteen seconds. So I mean that movie was fucking garbage. But um. Yeah, Hornswoggle, that was his name. Yeah, Hornswoggle. Thank you, Alex. I couldn't remember his name. But, um... Brandon, we bought them just to laugh at how awful they were. Killer Clowns from Outer Space remake. Yeah, or no? I would I would be on board with a, with a Killer Clowns from Outer Space remake. I think that'd be a cool one to see remade and reimagined. That'd be awesome, I think. I think it would be, too. I think it really would be. I really like the first one. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing too. That's the thing. Like, uh, have to do it practical. yeah, and that's and I feel the same way about like. I mean, I love remakes, but and I feel the same way about Pet Cemetery. Like, if they fucked it up, yeah. as much as I love the original, if they fucked up the remake, I would be I would be pretty fucking disappointed. But I mean, like I said, as good as they did with the it, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. As as well as they made that movie, and as good as that movie was, oh man, I. I don't doubt for a single goddamn second that a Pet Cemetery remake, I don't doubt that it won't be bad. Or, yeah. I don't doubt that it won't be bad or will be bad. It's going to be awesome. That's what I'm trying to say. Words. <laughs> Words and stuff. Corey, help me out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually come to think of it. Brandon just reminded me. I've heard of the, I've heard of the Killer Clowns remake too because i remember when we first found out it was when we were doing requel and they said that we read something together it said something like killer clowns is going to be a remake and a sequel somewhat like a requel and then like roman was all pissed off about they stole my goddamn word and blah 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 and all this shit yeah i do remember that now brandon uh so yeah and i mean other remakes too like i mean a lot of times like as far as remakes go, a lot of times I really like remakes a little bit better than some of the originals. Like the, the remake of night of the living dead is so goddamn good. That was one of the, I want to say one of the first movies that I saw as a kid, one of the first horror movies, zombie movies that I saw as a kid that really, really freaked me the fuck out. Um, the night of the living dead remake is really good. Another zombie classic, the dawn of the dead remake, uh, from what? 2000, 2003, four, five, whatever. Nick Cannon? He's not in that. Nick Cannon's not in Dawn. He's in one of them. Is he? Yeah. Fucking Nick Cannon. Oh, Jesus. No, uh, Dawn, the Dawn remakes got, uh, Ving Rhames and, um, uh, who's that other, the, the, I think he was a rapper at one point, whatever his, I can't think of his name. It's not Nick Cannon, though. <laughs> I promise it's not Nick Cannon. <laughs> um... I don't see movies multiple times in the theater. I saw it last year three times in the theater. 
it's very rare that I see movies um, more than one time in the theater. And when I do, it's because I just loved it so, so much. Um, I know that I saw it. I agree with Brandon. I know that I saw it at least twice, if I remember right, in theaters. Um, when Rob Zombie's Halloween came out, I saw that one, I know, at least twice when it came out. Because I really liked that movie, too. Um, Evil Dead, I know I went and saw twice. Um, yeah, it's not often that I see movies twice, but unless they are really, 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 really fucking good. And I just can't wait until until it comes out on DVD or whatever. I need to see it again. Then I'll go and I'll... Day of the Dead, though, Day of the Dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I know which one you're... I'm talking about Dawn of the Dead, yeah, though. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember him in that now. I don't see movies. Omega Man was fantastic. Not truly horror, but still. Omega Man. I'm not sure I know what that is, Justin, so I apologize for that. I don't think I've ever even heard of that. I remember Mega Man... The video game, but I don't. I don't know what Omega Man is. I agree. Of I agree. The of the dead remakes you mentioned were good, but they didn't have the social commentary that Romeo or that Romero had intended. I do agree with that, Brandon. I see. I totally agree with what you're saying. Uh, when Romero did, like Romero was made it a point to, like Brandon said, use the term social commentary. Um, watching Night of the Living Dead and, and all of all of Romero's of the dead films it was very it was he had a, a very dis, a very subtle um social commentary and he even i think he even did an interview before he died where somebody had asked him about about the underlying the undertones of of these mo- of his movies and and he talked about the same thing that, that you mentioned brandon um and I do agree that the the remakes of like Night and and Dawn, I do agree that they didn't have those same um, social undertones that Romero was going for in his original movies. But still, as a I'm a huge fan of zombies anyway, personally. Period. Anyway, um, so seeing a remake of a modernized remake of because I mean Night, the original Night of the Living Dead. There really wasn't really all that much. There really weren't that much many effects. Like I mean, they weren't. They were just people with powder slapped on their face and walking around. And don't get me wrong. I love the original Night of the Living Dead, but they were just people with powder slapped on their face and a little bit of blood driplet out of their mouth and shit. Black eye makeup, and that was really about it. That was their zombie. But to see modernized uh, zombies, like uh, I know that when the the remake of Night of the Living Dead came out, I mean that was still early '90s. So I mean, effects still weren't as crazy as they are with, on like Walking Dead, but I, but still they were definitely more modernized. Definitely, um, makeup effects were far far more advanced by this time than when Night of the Living than when the original came out. So it was cool to see like modernized, really creepy zombies that actually looked like the living dead actually looked dead and they were up walking around and even dawn of the dead also i mean even from night of the living dead remake to the dawn of the dead remake makeup and effects had advanced so much further between those two movies that it's cool to it was awesome to see um the zombies from dawn of the dead as compared to the original from whatever year that was um more modernized and more with the the crazy makeup effects and the crazy cuz i actually almost for the kill of the week tonight i almost picked a a kill from dawn of the dead because i'm talking because we're talking about remakes i i made it a point to choose a kill of the week tonight based off of a remake and i almost went with dawn of the dead but i chose something different and we'll get to that in in a few but um 
Omega Man was the Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead is great, Justin. I love that movie. That's not that's not a remake though, but Omega Man was the source material I am legend came, I am legend came from. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Apparently Omega Man is the source material that I am legend came from. Uh also there was another movie with um uh I want to say Vincent Price that uh I think it was Last Last Man on Earth or something like that. That was another big um Another really big inspiration for the I Am Legend movie. Uh, Omega Man was one of the I Am Legend original. Night of the Living Dead was a solid remake that stayed true to the original. Brandon said 90s Night of the Living Dead was a solid remake that stayed true to the original. I agree with that. And like I said, it's that's one of the movies that really that I remember really standing out as a kid that really, really freaked me out. And I loved it so much. And still to this day, I love that movie. And as a matter of fact, I was at, I got off work one day a while back, like sometime last year, got off work one day and I had to get something. I had to go to the dollar store to get something. I don't remember what I was getting, but like a year ago, went to the dollar store after I got off work I went through, got everything that I needed. And as I was walking up to the counter to cash out or to, to check out or whatever, I, you know, the dollar store, they always have those shitty, the shitty rickety racks of old movies that are like a dollar fifty, three dollars, four dollars, whatever. Walked by this rack and just, out of fucking nowhere, just out of the corner of my eye, I saw Night of the Living Dead, and I picked it up and looked at it, and it was the remake, and it was like $4, and I was like, oh shit, give me that, and I bought it, and I was so glad, and I immediately went home, threw all my dishes, or threw all my groceries, whatever I bought in the cabinet, and went to my room and watched it, because it was, oh man, it's such a good movie, and it had been years since I'd seen it, so it was awesome to, of all places, go to the dollar store and see it there on a old shitty rickety-ass rack. Um, two remakes, Day of the Dead were both terrible. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the Day of the Dead. Um, I wasn't a huge, I don't remember being a really big, huge fan of that one either. I really think that they dropped the ball on, on that one. Like, I mean, it was nothing and it was nothing compared to, um, the, the Night of the Living Dead remake and the Dawn of the Dead remake. I totally agree with that, Brandon. Steven, I'm sorry, I'm probably going to butcher your name, dude. I apologize. Uh, Steven Tubiolo. Again, I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, Dawn of the Dead was creepy, the remake. Yeah, I mean, it was. they, they did a really good job. Like, uh, they did a really good job with the Dawn of the Dead remake. It was. It really was, like, a, just a really creepy movie. Like, I mean, it was just, I mean, I think that was one of the movies, one of the first movies that I that I can think of. It was one of the first movies where they had, like, fast zombies like zombies running at you and shit um you really didn't see that a whole lot in in movies in zombie movies prior to that and now it, i mean with the with the exception of walking dead but movies like um 28 later. yeah 28 days later uh the resident evil movies um world war z yeah movies like that like i mean there's always zombies that are like running at you as as compared to zombies that are this is this hasn't even turned into remake talk this has turned into night of the living dead talk i'm totally all right with this because i fucking love zombies but um but yeah like it was uh, with the exception of the walking dead all of those other movies that i named uh really do like the the a lot of the really fast running fast paced zombies and that just scares the shit out of me because yeah yeah dude and i mean if if that were to ever happen like if if a zombie apocalypse were to ever happen i feel like i would be able to survive <laughs> as long as the as long as the zombies don't run because 
obviously I'm not a runner. <laughs> yeah, I can run when I need to, but it's only in short bursts. Uh, I, I can't outrun a fucking running, screaming ass zombie, do what? Spot on the last name. Spot on. Spot on. Oh, hell yeah. See? I might not I might not know a lot of words, but I can read good. Or math, <laughs> or math but I can read good. <laughs> oh shit. I am legend. Honestly, I honestly really liked I am Le- I really liked I am legend too. I thought it was a really great movie. I hate the ending. Yeah, the ending really did kind of piss me off a little bit too, but I mean everything about I am legend. Yeah, everything about I am Le- I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> Especially cuz he was in that bulletproof blast proof fucking room or whatever but but yeah i mean i everything up until the ending of i am legend i really really liked that movie i thought will smith was great in that movie i've always really liked will smith i used to like will smith a lot more it seems like he's kind of fallen off a little bit will smith's kind of weird nowadays but um i really liked him in that movie i thought he was really good in that movie uh if zombies yeah no fucking shit you got roman who's got asthma he sure as shit ain't running running away from any zombies you got me and brandon who neither one of us really really run or anything so i mean we'll we'll be dead what we'll have to do brandon we'll just have to cripple roman and leave him and then me and you we'll just shane roman you remember in the walking dead where shane crippled the the big dude so that he so shane could get away we'll just do that with roman we'll just We'll just kneecap him, and me and you will get away. They were all getting away in that scene, too. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. They were all getting away, and then he was like, I'm just going to kneecap you. See ya, bitch. Now I'm going to cut my hair. Yeah, yeah. And then, he, and then he goes back to the farm and shaves his head. Yeah, and then he shaves his head. <laughs> Boom. Shane's storyline is over. <laughs> but yeah, that's all we got to do, Brandon. We'll just kneecap Roman, take his inhaler, and we'll, we'll take off running. <laughs> Yeah, CGI and I Am Legend, I do agree with that. The CGI and I Am Legend was <laughs> take his, yeah, take his inhaler. That's what it said. <laughs> the CGI and I Am Legend w- really wasn't that great. I, I don't even know what year that movie came out. I mean, you would think that with a movie like that, with a budget that that had, Smith. yeah, and with with, a, with an actor of the caliber of Will Smith when he was back then's Will Smith, you would think that the CGI, their budget for CGI and effects would have been a little bit better, but... The Netflix movie? Yeah. I fuck. I loved it, dude. I, have you watched it? Yeah. Oh man, I loved it so much. Andrew just asked me what I thought about the movie The Bright or uh, Bright on Netflix, the Netflix movie with Will Smith. And uh, I remember when I first saw the trailer for it, like I I, I when I first saw the trailer because I mean I'm, I never played like World of Warcraft or anything. I never got into that shit. Or yeah, or D and D. I never played any of that stuff. So I mean the the trailer. I mean it was weird, like the whole orcs and fairies thing. I was like, man, that. I hope that it's not, yeah, I hope that it's not like super nerdy, like World of Warcraft and all that shit, but um, I wanted to watch it anyway because I just thought that it looked like a really, really good movie, and uh, when they finally released it, uh, a lot of people shit on it, believe it or not, a lot of people didn't like it, but I ended up, I watched it, and I loved it, dude. Brandon said, don't get me started on Bright. Oh, yeah, Brandon was not a fan of Bright. I just like the world, I want to see more of the world. If zombies ran, I'd be okay. I think you don't need to be faster than them. You just need to be faster than Travis. Justin, you're getting fucking decapped too with Roman. Me and Brandon are getting away, damn it. Two minutes into the zombie apocalypse, you have a shaved head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I do agree, uh, Brandon. Will Smith needs to stop buying the rights to movies to put his son in them. 
I think that ship has probably sailed by now because Jaden Smith is a fucking lunatic nowadays. Like, he's all kinds of weird, always posting stuff online about, like, how how deep and insightful he is, but really it's just a bunch of nonsense gibberish. Um, yeah, that's what it is. He's probably just fucking high all the time. Um, I think I read something one... Or, no, it was a video. I think... Uh, Will Smith was on uh, was on like an episode of like Conan or some some late night talk show or something like that, and they asked him about his son, and like he just straight up said, "Jaden's an idiot. He's fucking stupid." Uh, so I don't even think Will Smith is very happy with uh, his son recent as, as of late. Um, and don't get me wrong, when when Jaden Smith was younger, like in uh, Karate Kid, uh, actually, I really did kind of like the Karate Kid movie. I, I liked. It. I thought that was pretty good, but. No, the the first movie that I can think of that Jaden was in was uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, yeah. That was a great movie, and I mean that was young young Jaden Smith. He was. I don't think he really talked that much in that thing. He had a few lines, but I mean he was young. He was young. He was like seven or eight, maybe nine years old or something like that. He was really good in that. But as he got older, oh man, Jaden Smith is garbage. <laughs> uh, don't get me started on Bright. So yeah, uh, back to Andrew's question. Yeah, I really enjoyed Bright. I thought the visuals were really good. Um, I actually really kind of even liked the story. I know the story is one of the things that Brandon really didn't care for that much. I know that there were a lot of plot holes, I, I think. But um, just the visuals and, I don't know, I just really, really liked it. I liked it a lot. And like seeing a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff of how they did some of that shit, it's just so cool, man. I, I really enjoyed the movie. And I'm excited for the sequel, to be honest. I'll admit. Yeah, after Earth, that one was that one was garbage. Um, so yeah, so remakes or not? Nah, sound off in the comments. I think Brandon has already said that. Brandon said that he he is a fan. He likes remakes more more remakes than he hates. I do. I love remakes. Justin, he's a nah. Uh, so which one is it? Remakes or not? It's my show, so remakes. <laughs> uh, I think, well, I don't remember what Sammy said. I think Sammy said that he wasn't a fan either. So I guess it's probably a tie. Um, yeah, Brandon said the dialogue was so bad and bright. There, I will admit that there were some parts in that movie that it did kind of seem like kind of a little bit forced. Uh, like they were just reading right off of a script. You know what I mean? It was just really, really hollow and really forced sounding. The works are supposed to be dumb, though. That's what I took from it. Yeah, I mean, that's true, too. I mean, yeah. Andrew brings up a good point. The orcs are supposed to be like a lower intelligence um, species. I guess that's what would you call them a species, a lower intelligence species. So I, Andrew said that's what he he took from it. But um, that's who had the bad mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I really liked the 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 fair like the fairy people, whatever they were. The uh, like the villain people, whatever they what were they fairies or elves? elves, That's what it was. Yeah, I really liked them too. Yeah, 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 the master race of the elves. I really liked them, um, but yeah, I mean, I know Brandon doesn't like Brandon doesn't like Bright, uh, but I really liked Bright. Um, for a Netflix original was pretty good. Yeah, exactly. For a Netflix original, I thought they did a fantastic job, and like I said, I'm really excited for the for the sequel to it. I want to see. Oh, they, they, what, it was? oh, it was greenlit before they even released the first one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Even though it got shit on, even got though it shit on completely. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But the views say differently. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The views say differently, but critics, everybody, everybody else shit on the movie, but, I mean, it. a lot of people are really big fans of Bright. We said I'll see the, the Blob remake, it'll change my mind. Just we'll see if the Blob remake changes my mind. Yeah. 
So Brandon said remakes. Uh, if they do make a Blob remake, I will watch that as well. Um, I didn't look and see what's up with that Killer's Clown remake. Yeah, I mean, they talked about I mean, this was, what, 2015 when, when we read that? That's when we yeah. did Requel. When we read... <laughs> yeah, I forgot, I, forgot, I forgot that I moved it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was back when we did Requel back in... Uh, 2015 when we read whatever that article was about killer clowns being a, a requel and then roman freaking out yeah yeah exactly it means they're getting a sequel so i don't know i liked bright i'm excited for the sequel brandon i know that you weren't a fan and you could really give a shit less if there's a sequel or not but um to each their own to each their own opinion so, all right. So, Brandon said remakes. I say remakes. I Justin said that he's not really a fan. Um, considering the fact that Steven Tubiolo said that uh, Dawn of the Dead was creepy, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take that as he's a fan of remakes. And Sammy, I think he said no. So, I think that's three to two, boys. So, remakes. Michael Bay does. He ruined her. Michael Bay ruined Transformers so bad they are rebooting it. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, yeah, Michael Bay. Yeah, I really was too. I was kind of upset. Yeah, I was. I mean, I kind of liked the movies, but I was, I was more let down than I liked. You know what I mean? I mean, they were they were, I guess, fun movies to watch. And I mean, I saw them both in theaters when they came out. But as far as like, oh really? Oh damn. I mean, I liked I liked the turtle movies, but I I was let down more than I liked them. Raping our childhood. Yeah, I know, dude. It sucks. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, Brandon said they're. I didn't know they were remaking Transformers. Um, I thought you were a huge. You say Michael Bay ruined them. I thought you were a huge fan of Transformers, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon likes Marky Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Brandon likes> Marky Mark. <laughs> He's watching the Marky Mark Transformers sitting in his room singing fucking Good Vibrations. Looking at his third nipple. Yeah. <laughs> I like the original Halloween. Steven Tubiolo said he likes the original Halloween. Yeah, the, the original Halloween. Um, of course, that's a that's a horror classic, you know. Um, and I know I know that I know Brandon sees this differently, but. Rob Zombie's remake. I really liked Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween. The second one, not so much. The second one was kind of. I was kind of disappointed with the second Halloween two. Rob Zombie's Halloween two. God, just roll over in his grave. He's coming on the computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Jack's probably Jack's ears are burning probably right now. He's gonna be here banging on the door. You talking shit about Halloween? You talking shit about Rob Zombie? I own all the masks. You want to wear one? <laughs> just kidding, Jack. They are a guilty pleasure, but the last one was so bad. I like the chicks in the Transformer movies more than the Transformers. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know Megan Fox was in the first what two or three, and then uh, after that it was. Um, I can't remember who who took Megan Fox's place as the obligatory hot chick in, in Transformer. Yeah, I think aren't they supposed to be the same character too? Did they just? replace the character or did they did they replace the actress and they play in the same character i've only seen like the first maybe two or three transformer movies i'm 
kind of stopped watching him. He fucking went off the deep end, dude. Shia LaBeouf <laughs> lost his goddamn mind. I always remember that one. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Which sucks, too, because he's such an incredible goddamn actor, man. When he lost his shit and he started going crazy and doing all of his crazy-ass shenanigans, Shia LaBeouf fucking shenanigans, <laughs> like, I was, I was really disappointed because I liked him so much. Um, he's just really a, a fantastic actor, and I wish he would get his goddamn shit together. Stop doing fucking art pieces in New York that offend everybody and get your shit together, Shia. Yeah. Yeah. And doing 48 hour movie watching live feeds of him crying, watching fucking transformers. Get your shit together, bro. Get all together. Um, the only film of his, I love, Oh, Brandon, for some reason I thought you hated Rob Zombie's Halloween. I know you don't like the second one at all, Brandon, but for, yeah, or yeah, that's what he said. That how Rob Zombie's Halloween's the only one that he likes of from from Rob Zombie, but um, I I kind of liked it. I mean, it was it was a very weird movie, but I mean, I I, I enjoyed Thirty One. Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't as good. I know Brandon's gonna here go here we go with Brandon again. He's gonna be blowing the fuck up, but um, I didn't like it as much as like I liked like Devil's Rejects, but. I, I enjoyed the movie. I mean, I thought it was a, a cool watch. Um, all right, so decision has been made. Remakes. Uh, the next time I do an or nah segment, I don't know what it. I don't know what the what the the topic will be. But uh, actually, this didn't even really turn into. The, like I said earlier, this turned into talking about zombies and shit. Um, which that was that was fun. But um, so yeah, remakes. Uh, where are we at? Damn, hour 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so moving on. Since we just spent 40 minutes talking about remakes, um, the kill of the week that I chose for tonight uh, is actually from a remake. And the kill that I chose tonight isn't, so it's, it's more of a, I don't want to say it's a kill because the... A killer doesn't kill the, the, the character. She she kills herself. It's more of a suicide of the week. But uh Chance or not. Chance or not. Yes. On the next the next the next episode of of, Shan, or, of or nah, on the next time we do an or uh, or nah segment, it's gonna be chance or nah. And I'll tell you right now I'm gonna win because chance all the way. <laughs> um so yeah, the kill of the week that I chose tonight isn't so much a kill because no, like nobody kills anybody. It's this the character kills herself. But um, it's from well, I, we'll just show, we'll play the video and then we'll talk about it. I'm sure a lot of you have seen this movie. A lot of you will recognize it. Brandon, I know will recognize it. But uh, when this movie came out and I watched it, as soon as this happened, I was like, oh holy shit, this movie's gonna be fucking nuts. So, uh, here's the kill of the week. We're going to play that, and then when we come back, we'll talk about it. So, here we go. He's a bad man. He's a really bad man. He's a bad man. Oh, shit. Gonna die. Grab, grab it. Oh. 
All right, so that was the, the quote-unquote kill of the week. Uh, like I said, it's not so much a kill because nobody nobody kills anybody. She blows the back of her head all over the window. Um, but yeah, that was, that was from the, the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel from back in, I think, 2003. Um, I fucking loved the Texas Chainsaw uh, remake. This one, this one in particular. Loved this remake. I thought it was so good. I like Jessica Biel anyway. I've always really liked her. Um, and to see her in a, in a, in a movie like that running from, of all people, fucking Leatherface. Um, I just really, really enjoyed that movie. And the reason I chose this, this particular video is because like I said, we were talking about remakes and I knew that I wanted to do a, a kill of the week from, from a remake that I really like a lot. And, um, and it's so cool because if you watch, I know Brandon's probably seen the behind the scenes footage of, of this particular scene, but, um, it was a mix of, it was a mix of practical and it was a mix of CG. And it was really cool because if you watch the BTS, it's the camera as the camera, after she blows her head off and the camera comes like backs up hands out from, from inside the vehicle, like they had to cut out a section of the roof of that van so that the, the camera, the crane could can the crane holding the camera could hang down inside of the, inside of the car. And as it came back, they had a dummy, like a, a dummy head, a dummy torso or whatever on the camera. And as it came back and when the dummy torso hit the, hit the seat of the back seat, it ripped her off of the, off of the camera and made her throw her head back as the camera came out and ripped out of her head. It was just a really cool way to, it was just a really cool practical way, good use of, of practicality and, and CG to pull off that scene and pull off such a, such a crazy ass opener of a movie. Like, I mean, when you see that, when I, I, like I said, when I saw that movie and I saw, saw that happen or put the gun in her mouth and shablam and like, camera pan out through through the hole in her head and her head just kind of bounces back and it's like oh my god this movie's gonna be fucking nuts um so yeah like i said i wanted to choose a, a, a kill from from a remake and i thought what what better remake to choose a kill from than texas chainsaw massacre um like i said i almost picked one from dawn of the dead but then i stumbled across that one and i was like oh yeah yep this is the one um there, that should really help. What should really help? Uh, just give me a thumbs up or something if you can broadcast another hour. <laughs> I think he gets off or something, so I just give him a thumbs up. <laughs> oh. We might go for two hours. I think we have a... Yeah, I mean, we're getting... It'll this 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 show's probably going to be about two hours yeah. uh, this episode. But uh, Stephen, I'm not sure I, I know exactly what you what you're saying. What should help you? Did you do something? I don't see. Did he do something? He said. <laughs> Stephen said, "I'm." Oh. Okay. Well, he said, "I'm about to blow the broadcast up. I'll just do it anyway. Here we go, and then nothing, and then just there. That should really help." I don't know. I, I don't know what you well, did. He got, he got, I think he shared it, maybe. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh shit! If you did share it, I'm I'm watching the broadcast, so I can so I can look at so I can read comments and shit. So I can't see if you shared it or anything. But if you did, man, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, 
the page I just shared you. Oh, okay. Awesome. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate that. Uh, and we jumped up from fucking three to seven all of a sudden. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Welcome everybody. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Heckles and Horror on Magic Squirrel Network. <laughs> just just to recap, I'm TJ, and this is a show about heckles and horrors. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, thanks, thanks, Stephen. That's fucking. That's really awesome of you, man. I really appreciate that. Um, you switching me again? Yep. All right. Back to this camera. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, we were talking about remakes. I wanted to choose a movie that was that was from a remake that I really that I really enjoyed. So I wanted to choose a kill that was that was from that movie. And I like I said, I loved the Texas Chainsaw remake. I loved Jessica Biel in it. I mean, it was just such a good like. I really, really think that they did a really good job with with the remake of that. Um, so yeah, that was the kill of the week. Like I said earlier in the show, with all the copyright pings that we're getting from these kills of the weeks and the trailers and shit that we're doing, unfortunately, this could very well be. I'm not saying that it is, but it could be the very the, the it could be the last uh, potentially the last kill of the week. Hopefully not. Hopefully we can do it for a few more episodes. And then when they do finally say you can't do it anymore, then we'll just find a different segment. We'll just go to Indy. Fuck it. We'll just go to what? Indy. Yeah, there we go. Well, yeah, that's yeah, no fucking doubt. We'll just do. We'll just yeah. If that happens, if they if we get pinged again and we get shut down, or like if they take our videos down and shit, and we can't do like like mainstream or mainstream movie kills of the week and mainstream movie trailers, we'll just start doing indie shit. I got no problem watching indie movies and watching indie kills. We'll just start doing that shit. So, um. So yeah, if that does happen, if we do get pinged with copyright infringement again, and it keeps happening, and they start threatening to take our videos down, we'll just go indie. We'll do we'll do indie kills of the they week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 support people that actually fucking appreciate us. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, stars. Don't pirate Ash vs. Evil Dead because <laughs> it's gonna get canceled. God damn it! Even though stars are bastards. Um, no, I still got this one. I haven't even, I haven't even fucking touched it hardly. <laughs> so yeah, um, Paige just shared. Give a shout out to all things Halloween. Steven Tubiolo, I get. I'm I'm assuming that is the page that you shared um, shared the show on. Uh, all things Halloween. Shout out to all things Halloween. Anybody, as soon as he shared it, we jumped up from like three or four viewers to like seven or eight. So anybody that is tuning in from uh, all things Halloween, thank you so much. This is a weekly show every Tuesday at between 10 and 11. I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop telling people 10. <laughs> I said 10, 15 tonight and we were still 40 minutes late. <laughs> um, man, anybody that's tuning in from, uh, from all things Halloween is a weekly show. Uh, Every t- every Tuesday at around 10, 10, 15, 10, 30, 10, 45, 11, something like that. We, we it, start getting together. Yeah. It varies. We start getting shit together at 10, so it's usually more closer to like 10, yeah, 10, 15, 10, 30. But um, right here on Magic Squirrel Network, we got other shows too. Um, if you're a fan of books, we got Diabolical on Mondays. Uh, if you like pointless, pointless talking, we have pointless discussions on Thursdays. Daily morning talk shows. We got juice, yeah, anime, whatever you like. Chances are we've got it or we'll be getting it soon. Um, yeah. So yeah, there we go. Yeah, anybody want? Yeah, Halloween show. That's what we should. I should do if I can. Ha- oh, I can't wait till Halloween, so I can do a Halloween special. Fuck yeah! I can't wait. But um, so yeah, anybody, any anybody that is tuning in from all things horror, thank you so much. Like I said, it's a weekly show. Check us out every Tuesday. Um, 
and again, thank you to Steven Tubiolo for, for sharing it to all things horror. Um, down with indie kills of the week. Yeah, exactly, Justin. Like I said, I have no, <clears throat> I have no, uh, no problem if we do keep getting pinged from stars and big networks and shit. I got no problem watching strictly solely indie films and doing strictly only uh, indie kills of the week. I'm down with that. Actually, that's what we should start doing anyway. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> fuck the police coming straight from the underground. <laughs> Yeah, just went straight NWA on your fucking ass. <laughs> Jesus. This show's getting out of hand, goddammit. <laughs> Full chance. Oh, God. Alright, so anyway. Moving on, that was our Kill of the Week. Um, anybody that's tuning in just now, I do a Kill of the Week every episode. That was ours tonight. If you missed it, you can go back and re-watch this episode after we get off the air tonight. Uh, so yeah, moving on. Uh, gonna go on to our movie review. We've got a trailer for the movie that I chose last week. Uh, last week I chose a movie called Indigenous, which is on Netflix. It's, a it's like a creature feature, I guess you could say, kind of a creature feature, um, about this group of kids that go to a Panamanian jungle and shit starts to happen. So we'll play the trailer for you real quick and then we'll get into the, the review, which is basically just me talking about it, so... We'll watch the trailer and then you can listen to me talk about it because chances are none of you have watched it. <laughs> Let's be real here. Nobody ever watches the movies I suggest. It's just me talking about movies I watched. So here's the trailer for that and we will be back in just a second. trailer for last week's movie that i chose uh it's a movie called indigenous like i said it's a it looks like a creature feature or it looked like i watched it today um before i do go on brandon said uh when before we before we went to the trailer i said chances are none of you even watched the movies that i that i chose and brandon said 
suggest better movies. Brandon, I, I go through, I go, see, the way that I, I my process of watching, uh, of doing these weekly movies or whatever, I go through Netflix, I watch the trailers, I find movies with cool, cool graphic art or whatever, watch the trailers, and I'm like, and I, I go based off of that. Every, every movie, with the exception of one, last week, I think it was last week I did Spirit Camp, right? With the exception of one movie, which was last week's, um, Every movie that I've chosen for this show so far is a movie that I have not yet seen. So I basically, I just go solely based off of uh, the trailers that Netflix or Amazon provides and what the description says and what the what the graphic art looks like. And uh, so that's how I choose these movies, Brandon. So I'm sorry that I don't choose movies to your liking. <laughs> uh, so anyway, like I said, that was... Um, Trailer for Indigenous, which is a movie that is on Netflix. I found it on Netflix. Uh, I remember seeing it a long time ago on on Netflix, and I added it to my list. Never got around to watching it, and then I finally made the decision that I'm going to choose it. I'm going to choose it as the movie of the week, and then that's going to force me to watch it. And I ended up watching it today, and I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, it's about a group of young college-age people going to Panama, um, Starts out, they're on a beach having a good time, enjoying Panama, enjoying vacation, spring break, whatever they're on. And um, they decide to go on an excursion through the Panamanian jungle, which if you ever watched any horror movies, anybody that wants to go through a, an, an excursion in the jungle, it never ends well. And Do what? That's where the cannibals live. Yeah, that's where the cannibals live, <laughs> obviously. Uh, so yeah, they decide to go on an excursion through the, through the Panamanian jungle and... Things take a wrong turn. Uh, things start to go bad. It really reminded. It was really reminiscent of like the creatures themselves were really reminiscent. They really reminded me a lot of um, the creatures from the Descent, uh, the Descent, and the Descent Two. Uh, like your page, uh, but yeah, the creatures. They really reminded me a lot of the Descent. The creatures from the Descent. Um, a lot of the same like mannerisms and just the way they moved and shit and. Um, they're really, really fast, really fast-moving, really uh, violent, ruthless creatures. And um, like I said, I really enjoyed this movie. I watched it today for the for the first time. Finally got around to watching it today. And um, I know at one point, like, I mean, there, there were a few things, like, a few, a few, there were a couple, like, horror movie tropes that, that are always bound to happen that you know, as the viewer, like, why the, why the fuck are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Uh, but it's a horror movie. So the, the characters do it anyway. Uh, there's one point in the movie where, uh, one guy gets split up from the rest of his group. He sees one of his friends get dragged off into the, into the darkness from, by one of these creatures or whatever. And he's walking through trying to find his friends comes to a, a dark cave and he's like looking at it and if you've seen any horror movies and you see one of your friends, if you're in the Panamanian jungle for one, and you see one of your friends getting dragged off into the wilderness, into the darkness of a dark cave, and they scream and then their screams are abruptly stopped, uh, I don't know about you, but chances are I probably wouldn't go into that cave because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they're dead. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I guess it depends on who it was. Like, if it was Andrew, I would just go back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Andrew. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess it really depends on who it was. Like, if it was a girlfriend or something, depending, 
on depending yeah depending on how that relationship was I, I might save her I don't know but if it was like a if, I don't know I'd have to I'd have to be in I'd have to be in that situation really let's be honest <laughs> but I mean if it was like if it was if it was if it was like a bro like like Andrew or suffice it to say Brandon <laughs> Mr. Previews I'd probably go in and look but yeah, I mean, I guess it really depends on on who it was. Like, I would, I might go in and check, but at the same time, like, I would be really, really reluctant to go into a, a dark, scary cave with nothing but a fucking flashlight and the Panamanian jungle. <laughs> going into a Panamanian dark ass cave where I where I know there's. Is there already a fault for going in there in the first place? Yeah, well, they got the dude got dragged in there. Oh. That's what I'm saying. He got dragged in there and he was screaming, and then his screaming just abruptly ah. Stop, and it's like, oh, he's probably dead. Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, so yeah, depending on who it was, I might go into this cave, but let's be real, I probably wouldn't. But <laughs> I'm just being honest, I'm a, I'm a terrible friend. Why are you people friends with me? Don't ever go to a Panamanian jungle with me because chances are I'm gonna leave you for dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> now what? Because I said that's why you're single. <laughs> so it's more fish. <laughs> What'd you say? Well, when you said that uh, you went and like get your girlfriend out or whatever, yeah. like, that's why you're single. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, but no, I mean, like I said, depending on who it was, I might go in there. But but anyway, being a horror movie, what does the guy do? He goes into the cave to save his friend. Alone too, probably. Do what? Oh, oh yeah, he was definitely alone. That's that's the thing. I mean, he was alone too. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, like if it was me and you and we were together, yeah. I would be more apt to go into the cave. Yeah. But if it's me by myself, and I I saw the creature and I heard my friend screaming and I like they were like eating my friend, I'm sorry, I'd, I'd go back to the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Can we leave? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck this jungle. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> Brandon said, uh, I'd be like, hey, TJ, quit fucking around. There's always more fish in the sea, bro. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, potential imaginary girlfriend who's who's stuck in a cave with, with cannibals. There's more fish in the sea, so. <laughs> Can I get your sister's number? <laughs> like I said, never go to a jungle with me because uh, you're probably getting killed by something. I will be no help. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, the, the indigenous. You club Andrew and run. Yeah, I'm going full Shane. I'll just kneecap Andrew and just take off. Take him, not me, descent monsters. <laughs> I'm too young to die. Uh, so yeah, uh, anyway, back to. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, indigenous, though, I really liked it. I mean, it was a good movie. Like I said, it really reminded me a lot of. Um, of, of the descent, which I really love. The descent. Have you ever seen the descent? Oh man, descent's great movies. There's two of them. There's they're fucking great movies. Which I love caving. Like caving, caving is a, a lot of fun. Scary, I know, man. dude. It is scary. When you get into a spot that's just you and you can barely move, you're like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Like I know, me, Brandon, and Roman went to. You have to come with us next time, man. I th- I, I want to try to plan another caving trip this year with me, him, and Brandon, or me, me, Brandon, and Roman. You should fucking come because it's so much fun. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun, and I love caving anyway, and that's why I really like the descent. Like I love cave movies. Like the cave descent. Um, I know that I know there's an, another one, but 
But uh, like, hell yeah. Yeah, we were stagnant for a while. Then you'd club Andrew most memorable moment. Uh, most memorable moment in a horror movie. Ooh, that's a that's a really good question. Let me get back to you on that. But um, but yeah, Indigenous. Like I said, it's on Netflix. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. It really reminded me a lot of The Descent, which I'm a huge fan of The Descent. Um, acting, I didn't really recognize. Yeah, I didn't really recognize any of the actors, really. Um, if I have seen them in other stuff, maybe I just don't remember. But off the top of my head, watching them, I really didn't recognize anybody. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they were a bunch of, like, more more obscure up-and-comers. But, I mean, they all did an excellent job. I mean, a- acting was acting was on point. Uh, the creatures were actually really kind of scary. There's one, part, there's one part in particular where... After this dude goes into the dark, spooky cave, uh, his flashlights start acting up because it's a horror movie and that's what happens. Uh, flashlight starts acting up. He's slapping it against his hand, trying to get it to turn back on. No, it wasn't. He was like the, he was like the straight laced fucking college kid. You know what I mean? Uh, the stoner kid, the stoner guy, he got fucked up. He, he, he got fucked up. But, uh, yeah, there's one point in particular where he's inside the dark, scary cave and he's slapping the flashlight against his hand, trying to get it to work. And like, as it's flashing on and off, like one of the creatures, like comes up right next to his head and like you get a really good not a really good look cuz it's only for like a split second at a time whenever the light comes on but you get a a better look at it and it's just got like a really big shit-eating grin and like really sharp teeth and I don't know they they did a really really excellent job on the creatures um I like I like creature features anyway uh like the descent I mean that's a that's cave dwelling creatures um so yeah I mean all in all I really liked indigenous um it's on Netflix, like I said. If you haven't watched it, uh, it's definitely worth the watch. I would go to Netflix and I would check it out because uh, I I enjoyed it. Um, I'd say I'm, I'm still probably about half and half on movies that I've picked for this that I like and don't like. Um, like, well, like Spirit Cam, I think you're actually one above. Yeah, I think, I think I am. I think you're right. I like Spirit Camp. Spirit Camp was a fun movie. Uh, Descent 2 wasn't as good. I need to write a movie for you to star in, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, Brandon, we need to do a fucking horror comedy. We can use the... Chance Incorporated. Yeah, yeah, Chance Incorporated. <laughs> we can use the whole... I ain't going in that goddamn cave. Like, that could be the whole movie. Like, I ain't saving him. Uh, um, but yeah, Descent 2... I, I don't know. I, I really... I liked I liked both the Descent movies, dude, to be honest. Uh, back to Steven Tubiolo, though. Uh, most memorable moment in a, in a horror movie. That is such a hard question, man. I don't even know how I would go about answering like, that. I, like the, uh, I know that Brandon hates the movie, but when the dude in the um, that was rejects me, he's like, "I am God." Yeah, yeah, I, I am, I am the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work. That movie, that part is so fucking good, man. Like that, oh, man, I get cold chills every time I, I, I watch that part. Too, yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely an honorable mention. I would say definitely an honorable mention. Like that question, uh, Stephen, is just so so hard. Like I would need. I would need far more time than, than I have on this show to really like process that question and really try to come up with a really good answer, but definitely an honorable mention. I know Brandon's going to, Brandon's going to throw a shit fit, but definitely an honorable mention is in devil's rejects. When, um, Bill Mosley is beating after he brings the, the, the band member, whatever they were, the the family band or whatever, the dad and the son or whatever to the desert to dig up the guns or whatever. And he's beating them with a stick. 
and he looks down at the dad before he cuts his face off and he's like he looks down at him and he's like I am the devil. Like he pulls his hair to the side because the wind, the wind's blowing it. He's like, I am the devil and I'm here to do the devil's work. Like I get chills. Like I was telling Andrew just now, I get chills every time I watch that part just because it's such a, such an unsettling. Could you imagine? Oh my God. Being laying down on the ground after you've been beaten within an inch of your life and you know that you're about to get killed by some raving fucking lunatic. And he looks at you dead in the eyes, straight faced as shit and says, I am the devil and I'm here to do the devil's work. I would shit myself. That's definitely an honorable mention. But, um, like I said, I would need far more time than that's a, that's a really hard question for me to come up with on the spot like this. hear you talking about me i hear you talking about me andrew <laughs> Jesus. i'm just gonna say he's gonna talk shit about what i think uh, like the moment that you that sold you on horror dude i mean that's another tough question man i've been such a big fan of horror since i was since i was a kid i remember going to my grandma's house when i was a kid like when i was a kid like my mom and my stepdad i wasn't allowed to watch i wasn't allowed to watch this shit i wasn't allowed to listen to like parental advisory music i wasn't allowed to watch like r-rated scary movies yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I again, I went against the grain and I did my own thing. That's why I'm a juggalo. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I wasn't allowed to listen to like parental advisory music when I was young. Wasn't allowed to watch like R-rated movies and like horror movies and shit. Like they wouldn't let me watch that shit for some reason. I mean, it's just entertainment, whatever. But um, I would go to my grandma's, my grandma's house every other weekend or every weekend, whatever it was. And like she would, she would make it a point to. Uh, back when VCRs were a thing, I don't know if any of you youngsters know what a VCR. Yeah, I don't know what any. Of you, I don't know if any of you youngsters know what a VCR is or VHS tape. But uh, back in the day, when I would go to my grandma's house, she would make it a point to throughout the week she would record, um, like Tales from the Crypt episodes and uh, and stuff like that, like Tales from the Crypt. Um, Are you afraid of the dark? from on Nickelodeon. She would record all that shit for me. And then I would go to my grandma's house and I would just binge watch tales from the crypt episodes. And are you afraid of the dark and watch all of the shit at my grandma's house that my mom and my stepdad wouldn't allow me to watch. And like, I, I credit my grandma the most, um, as, as the biggest influence, my grandma and my uncle, really my grandma and my uncle, Larry, I credit those two the most as the, as the people that really opened my eyes to horror. I mean, don't get me wrong. My grandma, I mean, she was just a little old lady. I mean, she didn't really, she wasn't into like horror. She liked tales from the crypt, but as far as like horror goes, like she never really got into that, but she allowed me to watch that stuff. And she recorded stuff like that so that I could watch it when I went to her house. So I really, I've been such a fan of horror for so many years, but I really credit my grandma and my uncle Larry as the, the people that really, really allowed me to, explore explore horror as a young kid and really start to develop a love for it um and like i said i've been such a fan of it for so many years we were talking about i don't know if you were part if you were tuned in earlier but uh we uh we were talking about the the remake of night of the living dead that was one of the first movies that i can really really think of taylor pet cemetery and night of the living dead are two of the movies that i can really really remember as a kid watching and just being so fucking so fucking terrified and like so goddamn scared and i loved that feeling it was like oh my god i'm so fucking scared i fucking love this feeling and like being scared to like sleep in the dark and shit after watching movies like that like i would i would have to say that 
as a kid, one of the things that really made me fall in love with horror, I would have to say that probably the Night of the Living Dead remake, because um, like I said, that's one of the movies that I that really stand out to me as as a movie that I watched as a kid that really introduced me to the genre. Um, also, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery scared the ever living shit out of me as a kid. Um, so yeah, as far as like a specific moment in horror, that's really a really hard question for me to answer. I know that there are tons and tons of answers I could give you, but it's a really hard question for me to come up with on the spot. But as far as like people influencing my decision to be such a big fan of horror, I definitely credit my, my grandma and, and my uncle for shit like that. Um, and just allowing me to watch, watch those things. And, and like I said, develop my love for, for the genre. Um, John Goodman and red state. Yeah. Oh, 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 he quotes it. Uh, Brandon said he'd go with John Goodman's quote in Red State. People just do the strangest things when they believe they're entitled, but they do even stranger things when they just plain believe. Yeah, which actually, yeah, yeah, that is a, that's a, that is a really good quote. And actually, he mentioned Red State. That's John Goodman and Red State. We actually talked about Red State a couple episodes ago, uh, back when Kevin Smith had his big giant fucking heart attack. Thank God he lived through. But yeah, we talked about Red State. Uh, that's a very good quote. That is a very good one, Brandon. Talk shit about the... That was rejects. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't either. Uh, my aunt got me started with the three, three Kilkateers, Kruger. Oh, okay. I see, I see what you did there. Uh, I was like, Kilkateers, is that a movie? But yeah, okay. But yeah, Kruger, Myers, and Voorhees. Yeah, I mean, I grew up watching all that stuff too. I grew up watching Freddy Krueger and, and Myers and, and Voorhees and all that stuff. And, and Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead was another movie that I watched when I was a kid that really scared the shit out of me. Um, I know Justin mentioned earlier Wishmaster. Wishmaster was another great movie that I loved as a kid. Um, let's see what else. Man, there's so fucking many, man. Um, Tales from the Crypt, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Come back to it on another... Do what? Tales from the Hood? I fucking love that. I was just talking about that movie the other day with somebody. Yeah, that's the one where they're in the in the mortuary, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Dude, Tales from the Hood is the shit. Oh man, I was I think I was talking to Danielle about it the other. She's never seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. I'm pretty sure that's on I think Amazon. I think I just watched it recently again. But yeah, Tales from the Hood, Tales from the Hood is the shit. If you haven't seen Tales from the Hood, definitely check that movie out cuz it's awesome. Yeah, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead was the shit. I was definitely a big, huge fan of Pumpkinhead. That's another movie I know Justin said earlier that he would love to see a, a Leprechaun versus Pumpkinhead. I think that'd be a pretty interesting, a pretty interesting going head to head. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, another Pumpkinhead come out. I don't remember when the last one even came out. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing another one. And honestly, to tell you the truth, I really probably wouldn't even mind seeing a remake or a reboot of Pumpkinhead. Uh. Tales from the Crypt, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, I mentioned those two earlier. Also, Steven, Tales from the Crypt was a, a huge, a huge, huge influence in my love for horror as a kid. Um, <clears throat> I loved that show growing up. Um, the laugh always gets me. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, when, we went to, uh, when we went to Massachusetts, me and Roman, I met John Kassir. Um, but yeah, uh, Tales from the Crypt was definitely a huge influence for me as far as getting me into horror. Because um, like I said, my grandma would record them on VHS with the VCR, she'd record them for me and I'd, I'd go to her house and I would, I'd binge watch them and, uh, come back to it. Maybe that's a good idea though, Steve. Maybe I will do that. Um, I'll take some time and think about it and, uh, I'll revisit this question on another episode. That is a really good question though. Thanks dude. Um, uh, all right. So let's see where am I at? I got a pee, so I got to speed this along. <laughs> 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 
All right, so so uh, moving on, we're going to move on into uh, next week's film that I chose for next week. Uh, Brandon, you're probably going to think this one looks stupid too, but fuck it, I don't care. It's my show. <laughs> uh, the movie that I chose for next week for everybody to watch, it's on uh, Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. That's right. Uh, it's a movie that's on Amazon Prime. Looks like it's a slasher movie. At, at least it looks like a slasher movie. It's a movie called Prom Ride. Um, looks like a group of kids in a stretch limo, stretch Hummer, or whatever, going to prom. And um, as any slasher movie, as any any as you expect any slasher movie to go, things don't go how the kids expect it to go. And and I guess they start getting picked off one by one. So we'll play the trailer for you, and we'll be back in just a minute. Well, I'm gonna hang on and keep talking because Andrew doesn't have it up right. <laughs> I started playing the other trailer again. I yeah. It. So yeah, prom ride. It's like I said, I found it on Amazon Prime. It looked decent enough, but I mean, we'll see what happens when I do finally watch it. Ready? Yep. All right. So here it is. Welcome back to welcome back to the show. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know if I don't know if you saw me. Hurry up and sit down. <sighs> okay. Prom ride still not as scary as riding with Roman. Isn't that the goddamn truth, Brandon? Roman is the most terrifying person in the world to be in a car with in general. He uh. Yeah, Roman is just a... I love Roman to death, but I'll be the first to admit that he is a terrible goddamn driver. He's got terrible road habits, and Brandon knows as well as I do. Like, being in a vehicle with him, it's a constant fear for your life. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, that was the movie that I chose for next week. It's called Prom Ride. Like I said, it looks like a slasher movie, a group of kids in a stretch limo, stretch Hummer, whatever. And, uh, things start to go wrong. Things go awry and they start getting picked off. Do what? Oh, uh, so yeah, uh, like I said, that's on Amazon prime. I plan on watching that this week. Um, I just stumbled across it today. Like I said, I, I choose movies based off the trailer, based off the description, um, shit like that. It looks like a more obscure, uh, kind of indie independent, more independent film. So, and I need to start doing more of those anyway, especially because of all of these copyright claims. Um, so hopefully they don't ping us. And if they do, then don't support prom ride. (laughs) All right. So yeah. That, that was next week's next week's movie, like I said. Um, as far as... Do you got anything you need to add for the night? Um, no, just for, don't fuck don't too. Fuck too. Uh, did you say Hummer? I did say Hummer, Brandon. <laughs> 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 um, um, oh, yeah. Uh, before I do go, um, is he giving these away for free? I, I think if somebody wants them, I think they just them. Really? Uh, before I do go, a um, few things. Uh, I just want to re-mention that uh, anybody who's watching, um, I know that uh, I'm pretty sure some people from All Things Horror popped in and probably missed the beginning of the episode, but um, we are currently funding uh, a movie that 605, our production company, is working on. Um, Studio 605 Cinematic Reality is what the movie is called. Uh, we met our funding goals. You can still purchase perks for that. Um, also our good friend, Sean Burkett, whose upcoming film, Don't Fuck in the Woods 2, which we are producing, is also currently on Indiegogo raising funds. Uh, Brandon Pruitt actually pinned the, the, uh, link to, to Don't Fuck 2's, um, Indiegogo down at the bottom. So if you want to check that out, if you've seen the first Don't Fuck in the Woods, uh, first one was awesome. It's a great movie. Um, we're shooting the second one in what is it? June. Yeah. June, I think is when we're shooting the second one. So, uh, check out the Indiegogo. They got some really cool perks. We've got some really cool perks on our cinematic reality one. Check those out. Um, also before I go, um, Corey Dawson on, uh, Mondays has a show called diabolical index, which if you're a fan of books, that's the show to watch because Corey is a huge, huge book fan. He's a big, big, bibliophile yeah see i know words i know words and stuff huge bibliophile he loves books and uh his show is is all about books i know last night was it was another choose your own adventure wasn't it isn't does he do that every other week every other week yeah every other week he does a choose your adventure style um choose your own adventure style episode where he reads a book he's got the book and he lets the viewers and commenters decide where they want the story to go so they get to choose like they get, they get to make all the decisions. And, uh, but like I said, diabolical index. Yeah. It's always majority rules. And then whoever, whoever, whatever decision has the most votes, that's the way that the, the story will go. Uh, but I wanted to bring that up because he's got diabolical index stickers. Is that good there? Diabolical index stickers that he had printed. And, uh, as far as I know, I think he's giving these out for free, but I don't, I don't want to say that he is. And then he's really not, but I'm pretty sure he is, but he said 
him up. Oh, okay. Well, apparently, according to Corey, he said whoever whoever wants Diabolical Index stickers, hit him up. Um, I plan on getting stickers made at some point, too. He, uh, he sent me the link to... He sent me the link to the to the place where he gets his stickers made at, and I plan on getting H and H stickers made at some point. Uh, like goosebumps. Oh man, I love goosebumps. Um, but yeah, anyway, he's planning on getting. He, or I plan on getting more. I plan on getting H and H stickers made at some point too. So hopefully, I'll be able to start giving those out too, along with Corey's Diabolical Index. Like I said, if you're a fan of books, his show Diabolical Index is on on Mondays at nine. It's a great show. Yeah, nine-ish. I mean, his, his show's kind of like ours. It sometimes gets started a little bit late. Uh, but yeah, Diabolical Index on, on Mondays at nine. It's a great show. Corey's a great dude. Um, and he's really fun to watch. He's just a really, he's really good at what he does. And uh, I don't know, he's just really support, support Corey because he's just a, a good dude in general. And his show is the shit. Uh, of course, Tuesdays, Heckles and Horror at 10-ish, between 10, 10.30. Sometimes closer to 11. It all depends. It all depends on what technical difficulties we're having that night, <laughs> which usually it's quite a few. But um, Heckles and Horror on Tuesdays. What the fuck? I'll, I'll have to watch that in a minute, Brandon. Uh, but yeah, Heckles and Horror on Tuesdays at, at 10. Um, Wednesdays is Animon Kai, right? If you like anime, Wednesdays at 10. It's just that whenever, yeah. Oh, Wednesdays at whenever, because you don't, you don't do that live, right? Uh, Jesus Christ. I uploaded it to one site, so last week I did it around like six or seven, and it took an hour. Jesus. <laughs> and I uploaded it to every site. So, That's crazy. So, yeah. so on Wednesdays, if you like anime, uh, there's a there's a show on Magic Squirrel Network called Animon Kai, where they talk about anime, uh, um, manga, kaiju. I don't know what any of that stuff is, but they talk about Kaiju's it. like big monsters like Godzilla. Oh, okay. 50-foot woman. Okay. Above, like, gotcha what andrew said <laughs> I, I never got into anime but uh, they they like it a lot and if you like anime too check it out we're always looking for new shows. yeah and we're always looking for new shows too so if you have any ideas anything that anybody that is watching might want to do um Previews? yeah <laughs> prove use brandon brandon pruitt uh so yeah any ideas that anybody like might want to do on a show if anybody has any ideas for shows uh hit us up at magic squirrel network at gmail.com Magic Squirrel Network at gmail.com. Send us your ideas. Facebook, Magic Squirrel Network. Uh, give us a like and share on Facebook. Um, also head to Studio 605's Facebook page and Cinematic Reality's Facebook page. Don't fuck in the wood twos. Do what? Oh, yeah. If you just if you could just go to magicsquirrelnetwork.com slash H and H, spelled out A-N-D-H-A-N-D-H. Um you can find all this information. You can find the Cinematic Reality Indiegogo. You can find links to see to Cinematic Reality and Studio 605's Facebook pages. Um, I think my Facebook page is on there. Instagram, Studio 605's. Oh, just my Instagram. Studio 605's Instagram. Um, all of our social medias are on there. Um, also, you can find old episodes of Heckles and Horror, Diabolical Index, uh, Pointless Discussions, Juice in the Morning, Animon Kai at some point. Oh, it's already up? Oh, fuck yeah. Animon Kai is on there now, too. Um, so, yeah, go to Heckle, or, uh, magicsquirrelnetwork.com. Just check out the website. Andrew worked really hard on the website, and it turned out really great. He did a really good job on it. So go check it out. Check out all the different pages, all of the different uh, content creators, and all of the different all the different links and everything. Just check it out. It's a cool website. Um, so, yeah, 
as always, I am TJ. This has been Heckles and Horror. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will talk to you next week.